to be with you. I'm the one. Deep inside, I hope you feel it too. Feel it too. Waiting on the line of. Waiting on the line. Yeah, just, just to, to be the fuck with that hostess podcast. Oh, oh, fuck. No, that's a winner. That's a winner. winner that's a classic. Winner. That oh, one that is. is. Yeah. 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 That's a great song. Just listen to that instead. We, we used to do that in karaoke. In I used, you know, actually, that <clears throat> they they're a bit more known as a really soft uh, hard rock band, Mister mm-hmm. Big, because oh. I was looking them up on Spotify the other day, and I that that's their best known ballad. They're more of a glamour ballad, hard rock kind of band. Yeah. This Mister Big. They're a great karaoke band. Well, that was their biggest hit, wasn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Yeah. It was their only hit. That's right. <laughs> sure they had something else. I can't no, think they of it. No one can remember. No. If, I, you, if I, you can't think of it, no dude, one can. Dude, I went through the back catalogue. They don't have much. Oh. That was probably their best song. Sorry, Mr. Big, if you're listening. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Big. He's now, Trust me, they're not. He's now Mr. <laughs> he's now Mr. Despair. Like my Mr. Men books that got fucked in the, in the 80s and the 90s, but that's another story. This is Invert the Y. The only podcast on the internet sponsored by their mother and powered by the love of Fairy Bread. And we've got him back. I could afford Skittles this week, so we've got we've got Pete back. We've got Pottery Pete back, and I'll tell you what, he's come fresh out of rehab because he was because I was worried about you, Pottery Pete. You were definitely doing the Skittles and the bowl of Coke like Stevie Nicks from the seventies, demanding all sorts of shit, and I'm not having it. But I'm glad to see you back. And I'll tell you what, I I. I'm glad to see you back, and I welcome you with, as Creed would say, arms wide open, arms <laughs> wide open, <laughs> under sunrise. I've just been busy renovating, what can I say? I know, but it's good to have you back. Oh, cheers. Do you like what we're done with the set? Uh, it's getting more crowded every there's time. Get, there's more and more shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea having all these toys in front of no. me. All you're going to hear is creaking toys. No, that's, that, that was half the, the fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm joined, as always, by my brother-in-arms, Jason Relaxation. Yep. How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. How was your week? Week was interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so the tooth fairy had to come this week. Uh-huh. Now, I'm a really fucking shit parent. There's the first F-bomb for the day. Oh, then. listen. <laughs> now, okay. I have been remiss in my duties as host of this podcast. Because we haven't Potter- actually told Pottery Pete about it. No, this. we haven't. But I'll tell you what, we're going to fuck him up. That's two F-bombs. <laughs> Pottery Pete, we are aware of our potty mouths. Mm-hmm. And mum is not impressed. But I'll tell you what, oh. today's a good cause. Because for every F-bomb that we say, we've got a swear jar. <laughs> so every F-bomb we say is a dollar. That goes into the swear jar. And that swear jar, the money in that swear jar at the end of this uh, episode nine, which is this podcast episode nine. Fuck me. Can you believe it? That's $3. Jeez. Every dollar goes to the Melanoma Institute of Australia for their Melanoma March held on March 17th. Raising money for the good folks at the Melanoma Institute Australia. So they're, they're raising money at the moment to try and find a cure for this shit. They're very, very close. I they're think they'll close. do it. They're I think there. they'll do it. Yeah. But they just need a bit more support. And if anything, I think we should really support the lovely, wonderful doctors and nurses that yep. work there and everybody that works there. So rest it's, assured, uh, let, folks. Let, let's be honest. There are, we don't have any skills that are valuable to them. No, so we, none. So oh, the, the I've, only, got, I've got a mole that's really itchy at the moment. Oh, fuck, you should get you that. Get that, that that's, a, that's four bucks. No, mm-hmm. fuck. So yeah. the Five. <laughs> The only way we know how to make money is by using our potty mouths. Yeah, I'll tell you something else. I've got a team. Invert the Y is is a team for the Melanoma March. 
And at the moment, we're sitting third as the highest fundraiser in Western Sydney. That mm. is no bullshit. Mm. And I tell you what, we're going to knock off a few people. Which is amazing because so- we only have three listeners. Yeah, we've got two listeners and they don't <laughs> give a fuck. That's five bucks. That's six bucks. Now, I'll tell you something else, right? By the end of this podcast, we'll be number one because we can't help ourselves. We try and restrain yeah. ourselves from saying the F word, but we can't do it. But it makes me feel good because I'm doing something positive. I, today, I, don't feel, I feel like it's good. And you know what? I told mum in the week and she goes, oh, that's nice. <laughs> because cause she said, she says, oh. For once she's okay yeah, with our she's okay. Mouse. She's okay with it because she <laughs> says, she says, oh, I wanna, she says, I want to listen to the podcast. No, su- don't. She says, oh, such and such listen to the podcast and they think it's quite funny. And I said, mum, don't listen to it. And she says, why are you saying things about me and your father? Fucking earth we are. And I said, no. I said, we are, but it's justified because it's all, it all, it all happened. You it was know all what true. I mean? Yeah. yeah what about I said, that ladder? Yeah. Well, that, well, that's a, that's a little fucking story there, but that's another story. But listen, but it's good to have you back on Pottery, Pete. And this is just so you know, when you do say the F-bomb, mm. it's going to a good cause. I'm probably okay. not, not that inclined. We're number three on the chart. They've got on their website, <laughs> by the way. They've got they've got mm. the rankings. Mm-hmm. We're th- we'll post we'll post that. We'll post it. We're third, right? But I think by the end of the episode, we'll, we'll just smash it to number one because we can't help ourselves. Yep. And and if you don't want to donate, uh, or if you do want to donate, it's on the Facebook page. It'll be everywhere. I'll put it everywhere. I think it is on the Facebook page. Yeah, yep, it's definitely on the Facebook yeah, page. So it's on all over the shop. So mate. check check it out. It is for a good cause. All jokes aside, I think we should try and support people like that. But anyway, let's get on with episode number nine. Mm. You're ba- you're a bad tooth fairy. You said. Yeah, I'm a fucking horrible tooth fairy. So during the week, my son lost a a tooth, mm. and sort of make the the story a bit shorter. It took me three or four nights to get around to actually giving him the money for it. <laughs> The, the reason, the reason. Wait, wait. So he's under the pillow for three nights. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so wait, he's waking up and it's still there. Yeah, he's waking up. It's still there. And, he's and he, there's he's, a backlog. He, he made his whoa. So we, we got around it by saying, "Well, you know what, mate? Your room's too messy. The tooth fairy obviously oh, can't. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah, the tooth fairy obviously can't find. And the reality is, I just forgot. So by the time I by the time I go to bed and by the time I sort of shut down for the night, my brain is off, and I completely forgot. Oh, it reminds me, this is a mini RAM. It's not the RAM, just as you said that. Mm. Now, when we were kids and we were losing our teeth, this is a cracking story because the old man would say, listen, stop being a pussy because one of my teeth wouldn't come out, uh. right? And he said, don't be a pussy, let's get it out. And you get a bit of fishing line oh, and no. he'd tie it to your tooth and he'd pull it with his hand, but it wouldn't it wouldn't come out. Cause, stick it on the fucking door. So he'd stick it on the door handle and yeah. I'm not bullshit and he'd shut the door. Right, and then you'd hope the fuck that your tooth would come out. But on one occasion, this is no bullshit. He says, "Stop being a pussy." So he got the he got the fishing line and he tied it to my uh, tooth, yeah. and he tied it to the door handle, and he shut the door as much as he could, and the tooth wouldn't come out. And then he says, "Oh fuck, that could be a problem." And the next thing you know, that's no bullshit. <laughs> next thing you know, Mum's taken right. me to the dentist, and the dentist went, "Yeah, you need to get that surgically removed, and I had to get it cut out." That's no bullshit. But he tried to get it off the door hmm. with a door handle and it wouldn't come out. Well, home-based surgery was quite common in our house because I remember having an ingrown toenail at once, one point. So Dad pulled out a – I don't even think it was a scalpel. It was just some random knife from the kitchen. Oh, he, oh. And, he, and yeah. he, he dug into my foot like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. loves that stuff. He, he loves, loves it. it. He loves, he loves, I, I, haven't, I haven't got the picture in my head yet. Though. So the, the fishing line gave up, the door gave up, or you got jerked across the room? I got jerked across the room. <laughs> 
my head went with a fishing line because it wouldn't come out. So no. I, my he shut the door. And the fishing line obviously went with it, but uh. the tooth stayed in my head, so I flew across the room. Uh. You can imagine my despair going to the dentist for the next few years because I had these images of all sorts of things happening. But he, he, shut, he shut the, the door and the thing kept uh, – I kept I, I went with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh. Notice I've not said many F-bombs because I'm know, worried about how much money this is going to cost me. <laughs> That's right. There's only a finite amount of my There's bank got, account. I tell you, it's going to be an expensive afternoon because I can't help myself. No, oh, nice. But there, so no, I went with a fishing line and I went with a door and I flew across the room. But that's that's a mini ram. That's a mini ram. That was in, uh, I want to say that was like 1983 or something like that when I was yeah. about seven, eight, about eight, eight years old. That's when that sort of happened. Mm. I was losing my teeth. Uh, my teeth. Yeah. And um, but I had to have, I had to go to the dentist and get one cut out. <laughs> and the dentist went, oh yeah, that's not that great. That's like another time I went to the dentist. Oh, what a fuck up! There's a dollar there for you, right? I had I had a wisdom tooth that got impacted, mm. and I went to the dentist and I said, look, I've got this pain in the back of my mouth, and she says, oh okay, let me have a look at it. She says, oh that's not good. I go, what? She goes, oh, it's infected because what happened? what's happened is the gum has grown over the wisdom tooth mm. and your wisdom tooth looks like it's on an angle. And they took a they took an x-ray and no bullshit, the fucking, that's another dollar. The, 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 the <laughs> this is going to be a bad Say afternoon. <laughs> no, that's all for charity. It is like those telethons fucking in the 80s. We're doing it. We're doing it for the kids. Doing it for the kids. And anyway, the so uh, we don't have a fancy dial. No. The the uh, the, the wisdom tooth <laughs> was on a ninety degree angle, oh. and what I was actually seeing in the back of my mouth was the actual root ah. of the wisdom tooth. It was that badly impacted, ah. and it was growing into the molar. And she said to me, "Look, that's that's going to kill your molar, right?" Mm. She says, "You're going to have to go to a surgeon. We can't do it here." So I go to a surgeon, and he says to me, "You got a couple of options." I either give you, give you uh, book you in a hospital and put you under general anesthetic, and I do it that way, or I uh, have you. I can do it here and give you a local, like I dope you up to the mm. eyeballs, and I cut the, the tooth into four places and I pull it out. And I didn't want to go to hospital, and um, which is ironic because I'm a veteran now of hospitals, but that's <laughs> another fucking story. That's another dollar. And so anyway, I'm. Oh, but I, you got to you hear and. Oh no! This oh, is yeah. even more fucked up. That's another dollar, because what happened was the guy got the grinder out, yeah. and I'm in the chair, and he says, "Look, you won't feel a thing, but you'll hear, the, but you'll hear and, f- and you feel the vibration. You'll, you'll, you're not, yeah. you'll know yeah. everything that's going on." Hmm. And so, anyway, it, I think it was at least three or four big needles of of the anaesthetic yeah. before I didn't feel anything anymore. And the happy gas, probably. No, I didn't have the happy gas. Did they give you a no? Because that sorry, that was the other option. He said hmm. to me. I can give you. I can knock you out under general, in in the chair here in the surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, but you're not going to be covered by in, insurance. No, you got to go. You got to go to hospital. Yeah, he yeah. said I can do it, but I, you won't be covered Jesus, by insurance. How would they do the breathing tubes and stuff like that? In uh, he said he could do it. He said he could do. It. He was Doctor Nick. Doctor Nick. <laughs> Hi, Hi, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he says to me. So I took the option of local, uh, right? And then I'm uh, sitting in the in the dentist chair. Regretting that and decision. At, no, oh, this is when I would regret the mm. decision because I'm telling you now, it was a fucking debacle. That's another dollar. And he's, he says, I look, I'll get the grinder out and he's cut the thing into – he's explaining to me what he's going to do. He's going to cut it just into four pieces. Just don't explain it. Just fucking do it. No, he explained it. Mm. 
and he pulled and he started pulling out. He goes, "Oh, I can't do it." He goes, "Nurse, can you get the whatever the tool was?" And I'm not kidding you; it looked like pliers that I'd find in Dad's shed. Mm, probably was. And he's he's now got into the back of my mouth and he's wiggling my head. And he says, "Nurse, can you restrain the the patient and hold his head?" So the nurse is holding my head. Gets even better. He then pushed his knee against my chest. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Right? Yeah. And he's got his knee against my chest and then he's got like what I think dad's fucking plies that he's worked on the Gemini with on the weekend. Probably. And he's wiggling my head back and forth, mm. right? And it, I could hear the crack. I heard the crack. And the thing came out of my head. And then he says, oh, look, I'm going to put some stitches in and oh, you'll, you'll, you'll feel gauze. In the back of your your mouth for a bit, so don't play with it with your tongue, because the temptation is mm. you play with it with your tongue, right? And so anyway, I'm like, cool, and I get up, and he's, and then the nurse says to me, "Oh, did anyone drive you here?" And I said, "Oh no, I'm I'm fucking I'm Tonka tough, you know, I don't need that bullshit." <laughs> bullshit. And she's, "Oh no, I'm a, oh, this is when I was at my fucking <laughs> most stupid. There's another dollar," and she says, "Well." I, 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 who's going to take you home? I said, oh, it's all right. My mum's not far. She'll she'll pick me up. But that was a lie. <laughs> right? You knew very well you were driving yourself yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. So I get in the car, which was the Gemini, which is the Ram for today. But mm. that's another story. And I get in the car and I looked. I don't know what made me look, but I looked up at the revision mirror because I wanted to see what had happened to my face because I literally felt like my face had been carved out of my, my, my head. Your right? face has been carved out of your face. But what I saw was like this big, golf ball initially a golf Shit. ball of like this white my skin had gone like white white you know and i'm thinking oh that's not good <laughs> so anyway i they said to me they gave me a script for panadol fort because they said you're going to need some painkillers because is that the best they could do that's pretty yeah my night was going to my night was going to be in a world of fucking mate, pain. After, after my neck man i was popping that stuff no like no candy. no they gave me panadol <laughs> they gave me panadol fort and here's the best bit this week here's the best bit I'm walking down before I got in the car. I'm walking down the street thing, and this is great because I'd put in for five, uh, three or four days off for work because yeah. I had the, the surgery done on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'd put in for Thursday to be uh, the rest of the day to be off, Friday off, Monday off, and I was going to hope to be back by Tuesday. But here's what happened: so I get in the car, look at my face in the in the mirror, and I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't look good," because my face was blown up into a golf ball already, and it was white. It was a weird, ashen-looking mm. white. Anyway, I drove to the pharmacy where I always go and get my stuff at, the, at this particular point. And I walked in and I knew the guy who, who worked there, the pharmacist, walked in and he says, Hi, Retro Dan. That's not actually what he said, but that sounds cooler than what he actually said. Yeah. He goes, How are you? And I've gone, Purr, <laughs> to say hello. But what actually came out, I went, Purr, and what came out was blood and all sorts of shit. Oh. And he's gone and he looked. Mate, he was really taken aback by this because then he's gone, holy shit, man. He goes, have you had some surgery? And I've gone, mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I couldn't. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I was ready to do sign language at this point because I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. I go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he says, oh, what do you need? I've handed over the script. And he's gone, oh, okay. And a bit like you, he says, oh, is that, is that all they've given you? And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So he gives me the script and he goes, are you all right? I'm like, mm-hmm. But little did I tell him that I was ready to pass out in the in the de- in the pharmacy. But I'm fucking Tonka tough. That's so it. I got into the in the whole the mighty Holden Gemini. I drove 
back home because back then I was living at yeah. mum and dad's. So it was a bit of a drive from the surgery it's to mum and dad. About half an hour drive. Like, this is no bullshit. And I get to I get home and mum takes a look at me and she's like, oh, you've kind of gone a bit weird with the anesthetic because I can tell where they've in, injected mm. it because you've got your skin's gone all funny. It had gone all like white and a bit weird. And she's gone, oh, okay. But I'd taken these Panadol forts and they gave you instructions what to do and I followed those instructions. And I thought I felt literally I was going to be living it easy because I had a couple of days off work. I was going to play some fucking games. Everything was going to be sweet, right? But then that night when the painkillers wore off, ho, 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 that Panadol fort wasn't doing it. One, two, three, nothing was happening. I was in a world of pain and they used to make you – uh, rinse your uh, your mouth out mm. with salt water. Yeah. It stung like hell. hell. And as you, every time I, I I spat the salt water out, all these red shit would come out, and I was I had nightmares because I thought that my whole my whole all my teeth were just rotting in my head. It was fucked up, you know. And I couldn't eat at all. Couldn't mm. open my mouth up. I couldn't open my mouth, mouth up. Pottery Pete. I had to get a straw. Mum used to make make me fucking stuff, and she used to <laughs> mash it. <laughs> Like broccoli. I drank block broccoli drank through a broccoli. fucking straw, right? That's how I rolled. I was in real trouble. Uh, what was the musical with the crazy dentist? Was that Little That Shop was of Little Shopper Horrors, yeah. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me all night long. long. <laughs> God's so what did you get up to this week, Peter? Oh, God, renovating. Absolutely <laughs> painful. So no pottery this week. Oh no! No pottery. No, well, I'm I'm trying to make a. I've made a few. Um, what are those cookie jars? Because the last cookie jar didn't work out. Can you make me a swear jar? Swear yeah, jar. can well, you make us a the, swear the, jar? The cookie jar's huge. It's, it's actually I made. We I need, made a cookie we need jar. A big one. We, we need a big one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, the, the cookie jar was. Oh, gee, I don't know. You probably there's probably about a liter's worth of content. We need a liter at least. But um, for an I, thought, I thought that was a bit small for a cookie jar. Don't you reckon? I mean, I reckon that's a good swear jar. Yeah. Can you make us a swear jar? Oh, you can have that one. Yeah, we'll because have it. Probably that one's at the base of it. Um, split open because I didn't compress yeah, it. Yeah, right. pottery peat swear jar. All right, right. Yeah, pottery peat swear jar. Like, you can't put cookies in it because the crumbs fall through and the <laughs> the ants will come up through. The <laughs> also, the crack. fresh the freshness doesn't hold. Let's which do is it. the whole concept. Let's the do idea it. of a cookie jar. We, we really want a swear jar. Can you make us a swear jar? Yeah, and it got too hot, so it kind of melted as well. So. So you're saying people don't know this about pottery, but yeah, you can melt it. You can melt pottery. <laughs> you, can, you can melt clay. That's no problem. What, is this in your kiln? Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it so what you, a little bit too hot. What, you, what you're telling us, it's fucked. Slightly, yeah. That's another that's, dollar. Yeah, so that, that, make, that's our kind of fucking so cookie jar. That's I'm, another dollar. I'm making two more. It was meant to be a wedding <laughs> gift, yeah, for someone I used to work with. Mm. But um, so that's a really shit wedding gift, then. No, <laughs> you obviously it's don't an like it. Awesome em. wedding. I mean. <laughs> The concept was an awesome wedding gift. <laughs> it's a thought that counts. The end result was a bit Homer Simpson, yeah. yeah a bit, a bit, a weird a nails Homer. sticking out of it and stuff. <laughs> so I'm making, I'm making two more, so I'm hedging my bets by having two more. Yeah, yeah. That's and, like uh, someone asked me this week because it, it was Valentine's Day this week, wasn't it? No, I didn't. Oh, right. Yeah, was, yeah. my, my yeah. wife and I didn't yeah. actually give, give a shit. Yeah. The 14th the day before, I think, was it? No, Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. 14th. There was, uh, what it was Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So someone asked me, did I get any Valentine's stuff? And I said... No, you just went across the, across the driveway. Yeah, no. I didn't... <laughs> no, no, I didn't go there. I said I, I got a dead pig's head on the front of the doorstep. What? And someone said, oh, well, at least, they, at least it's a thought that counts. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when I said about the stalker, at least they like you. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, that's, just, that's just love. It's just love. 
Yeah. Mm. You could look at it that way. You want to hear about my week? Tell me about your week. Oh, I'm, I, I, fucking I, debacle. That's, a, that's another one. Fuck I'll yeah. tell you another one. All right. So the week, the, the house, the Aquamarine Park mm. is slowly being renovated, but I don't do it myself because I'm a spastic. So I've got these tradies to do <laughs> There's it. There's a right? strike. <laughs> right. Oh. There's going to be. You, I tell this Ram story. I'm telling you now. This ain't going up on air. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, that YouTube will just strike us straight uh, away. That's that, all right. We get three views on on YouTube. Who gives a shit? Fun. We got yeah. two people watching this <laughs> shit. I don't care. So anyway, the guy that comes in, the two of them, one of them, mm. right, is a good bloke, but he's he's hurt himself, and mm. we're comparing notes on painkillers. That's the first fuck up, <laughs> and he spends the time showing me. I'm not I would. I I'm was, not sure if he's focused. At this point. No, he's probably not, and that's why this show is going to be another fucking debacle. Quality Western Sydney right? tradesman. Right but here's the, here's the best bit. He sits on on my stairs and he says, hey, come and have a look, and he's showing me pictures like the maid lady on his phone. <laughs> and then I showed him the maid lady. We compared notes, and he's quite impressed with the maid lady. And so he's like, well, have a look at this one. Whilst his apprentice is upstairs ripping the – like, and the apprentice, I'm like, oh, he's a beast. <laughs> He's an absolute beast, the apprentice, right? Because he's ripping the walls out. Mm. Like, he's going nuts in the shower. He's ripping the walls out because they've got to remove the tiles. They've got to remove the floor. The floor, it's fucked. Everything from scratch. Right? Yeah. Everything from scratch, right? So, right now, I've got a hole in the in the ground, basically. Yeah. And he's they're, they're ripping the tiles out. Anyway, the, the first one, the older one, who's showing me the pictures of maid ladies on his phone, says, oh, look, I've got a phone call. I've got to go out and pick tiles up from down the road I'll come back in an hour and a half and I said well listen is your, is your mate going to be alright he goes yeah yeah he's fine he's got drinks he's got coffee he's got whatever he wants he knows what to do he's good okay cool so he left his little offsider alone for a little bit and about half an hour after he goes I hear this hey mister mister can you come here please and I'm thinking oh fuck he's found like termites nests or something mm. in the walls because that's happened in my apartment block they've found in other apartments that have had uh, showers removed, they've found termites behind them. and they've, The moisture. The moisture. And it's yeah. been a fucking debacle, I'm telling you now. So I'm thinking, oh, what's he found, you know? like he's Because he's, I know he's ripped out the walls because he's taken the walls down the stairs. And I've got to remind everybody here, this guy is an absolute beast. I couldn't believe how much of a beast this guy. He, he was literally... Pulling the tiles off with his fingertips. He didn't need any fucking tools. Oh, Pottery Pete. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. He was literally grab, grabbing the fucking tiles with his hands and pulling them, like pulling them off. He didn't need tools. He was a beast. And then he, then all of a sudden I hear this, hey, mister. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And he's this absolute beast of a, a unit. He told me he weighed 150 kilos, this bloke. And he's not fat. He's all muscle. And he's standing there like a little girl. I'm not kidding, because he's found a nest of cockroaches. And he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Hey, do you have any more team? Because I'm. Re- I, I found cockroaches and I don't like them. <laughs> and I said to him, "You're an absolute fucking beast, man." The fuck. I up. go. You're scared of cockroaches. He goes. Yeah, I don't like them, man. He goes. Actually, he went like this. He goes. I don't like them, bro. And I said, Well, listen, mate. You wait till your fucking offsider comes because I can't wait to tell him. 
Because you know what he, you know what he said. Oh, pl- please, man, please don't tell him. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Make sure the invoice is at a reasonable price, and I won't say <laughs> shit. Right? I think the apprentice has anything to do with that. So, so anyway, the offsider comes back after. This is the best bit. I said to him. Well, I've got some more team, but don't worry. It's organic shit. won't hurt you, which is a fucking lie, right? <laughs> so this guy has literally gone through a can of more tea, and I said, mate, that's not going to kill cockroaches. They, they don't... They indestructible, don't, They're mate. indestructible. Yeah. This is the way you kill them. And the I only grab, thing you can get them is some And I grab my Adidas size 8 because I'm a beast as well. I'm a size 8. I'm a fucking beast. So I grab... Oh, I'm a Huge. beast. And I... Oh, yeah. That's what they say, the ladies. They call me Mega Drive. <laughs> retro Dan, he's a he's so retro, we call him Mega Drive. Yeah, not really. More like fucking Diddy Kong or something. <laughs> that's another story. That's one. That's one of my dating lady prowess stories. But that's I won't say that right now. We'll get we'll get real demonetized. And so anyway, he's literally gone through a can of Mortine, and I said, "No, don't do that." And I've got my size eight added ass, and I said, "This is what you do: bang, you beat him over the head." And he goes, "I don't even want to get that close to him." And I'm like, "This guy's not kidding. He's no joke." And so the the uh, the mm. I guess the master. What do you call the senior? Trady, the plumber, he comes, the boss, and he goes, how did he go? I said, mate, he's an absolute beast, this bloke, but I'll tell you what, he's the biggest pussy when it comes to fucking cockroaches. And he says, what do you mean? We'll have a look at him. He's standing on the edge of the fucking bedroom. He won't go anywhere. He hasn't been near the shower in in over a half an hour. And the the first guy goes, why is that? And I said, because he's scared of fucking cockroaches. I've had to go in the shower. This is no bullshit, Pottery Pete. And I've had to exterminate those cockroaches myself. That's no bullshit. He wouldn't go anywhere near it. And I didn't use Mortine. I used the fucking size 8 Adidas shoe that I have because I'm a beast and that's how I got rid of him and only then did he go in and you know what the guy said the, the big the mm. master apprentice he goes or master plumber he says harden up you fuck <laughs> right and he goes then the, the, the apprentice goes you don't understand bro they were really big they were flying and he goes they all fucking fly <laughs> Oh mate, that was my week. Is it for a world and mind sh- you, the cat's going spastic on the on the kitchen floor at this stage. He's like literally going spastic because oh. he's got this shit in his whiskers and on his tongue. You got fucking silicone everywhere. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> that ain't good for your health. Oh well, he's going to outlive me and the vet. That's for sure. Would be funny if the boss came in and said, "You got cockroaches? Nah, I'm out of here." <laughs> that would have been brilliant. I'm done, mate. Because he looked at him. I'm done. Because he, he looked at. Because I said to him, you know, because a lot of these apprentices that rock up, they're not too, they're not too good, you know. Mm. Got, and so the master, the the, the senior plumber goes, no, nah, he's a good kid. He's a really good kid, and he is. He's actually mm. he worked his ass off. I've got to say, he did not stop once. For a toilet break like we fucking do with this bullshit podcast. He <laughs> ploughed through that for about eight it's hours and he took <laughs> those uh, podcast is over. And he took those <laughs> tiles with his bare hands, with those big gorilla hands, and he ripped that chair off. And I couldn't believe it. I've never seen anything like I'm it. And sure, it. I'm not sure that's adherent to occupational health and safety. But, not, yeah, practices, I, but that's that's another oh, this stuff's like broken glass. Oh, it's shocking. Oh mate, yeah. I, he didn't wear gloves. And then oh. when he did get a chisel. I said to him, well, don't you wear a mask or something? He goes, no, nah, it's all right. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> He's a beast. <laughs> this year it is. 
yeah, come back oh, in he, a few years, mate. You're going to be fucked. Yeah, but I don't care. I want my shower done now. I don't give a fuck what happens in a few years. Yeah. I'm all about the now. <laughs> Fucking hell. So that was my week. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway. Oh, so we're all having renovation problems. Yeah, we are. Week. We Jeez. are. Nearly, you're doing it yourself. This lazy fuck gets someone else to do it. For yeah, you. well, I, I have to because the the unit they want you to have people that are insured, and they've got their insurance credentials submitted to the Strata uh, company. Because if you can't just get anyone in because they're not covered by um, work cover. Yeah. So if you get, how are these guys covered by work cover if he's pulling tiles down without any gloves or any? Sort who of gives protect- a fuck? He's a beast, <laughs> and he's but, not wearing any but face we're protection. Talking a, or we're eye talking protection. about it before. We're talking about it before. <laughs> like the old man, he gets a wooden ladder. Yeah. He gets up on the roof wearing UGG boots. Yep, still does. He still does it, and he climbs all the way up to the top of the roof, right? And he just goes, "Oh, that's all right. I'll fix that broken tile." And he just picks up the broken tile without. Gloves and he mm. throws, and then he says, Oh, don't stand anywhere near where I am because I'm going to throw the tile down. That's what used to be the best bit. <laughs> so, as kid, okay, so let, let yeah. me tell you a little, little fucking little tiny little ram. Because when we were kids, we used to get those August winds, they'd really come up and blow. Yeah, we still do. Abs- we still get them, right? Yeah. And they'd blow the roof tiles off. Jeez, right? That's a proper bit of wind. So, the old man would get up there the next day and he'd be wearing Ugg boots and he'd be wearing and he'd use that wooden stepladder that I'm sure termites had got into, but he didn't give a fuck. And he'd go up on top of the roof. He loves that ladder. Right? He loves it. He won't let it go. He, like the beta cord, he won't let it go. And so he gets up on the roof, right? And he starts saying, Don't stand it because he, he'd say to you, Hold the ladder. Yeah. And then when I get up on the roof, move because yeah, I'm going to throw the tiles down. But he'd fucking peg them. Mm. They were like, it was like Vietnam. You didn't know where the tiles were going to go. So he'd just throw them anywhere he wanted to, right? Yeah, and then when, it, when he was doing it, he'd say, fucking tradies, right? <laughs> Why? Because he blamed. Done it the oh, first he blamed. Place. Let me oh, put it. Right, the original job yeah, is rubbish. Right. So yes. I'm going to say it. It's probably going to get cut out. Mm. But he'd every Saturday, he'd work on mum's car, which was the Datsun 1000, because it'd always blow a head gasket or something. Mm. And he'd be in there, and he'd be doing what he had to do on the car. He's very good. He's very, very good. He could have been a mechanic. No bullshit. He's that good. And he'd always fix his own cars, unless he got too complicated or he didn't have the tools. Yeah, Only yeah, then the electrics would he give stuff. it the electrics. He'd give it to somebody our to na- do it. Our right? neighbour at the time. Our neighbour. He was a mechanic. But even then, he'd get the neighbour to come over and go, mm. hey, am I doing it right? And he'd go, mm. yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. But every Saturday, because the Datsun 1000 would always have some kind of debacle, he'd be out there and he'd be tightening up something and then he'd break, he'd, he'd get his hands nicked. Mm. And then you hear this, fuck! <laughs> and, and, he has these, and he'd go, these fucking hands, these fucking cars, fucking Japanese, the way they fucking design these cars. Do these dollars count? Cause yes. Because not his... Dollars. No, no, no. no they, these, they, they count. Fucking count. Like, they um, count. But your dad should be paying those because that you're quoting directly, right? Well, listen. Let's start. Let's go back into what we always go back into, which is the deep dark recesses of my mind, this ever decaying mine, and talk about another ram. Will the monkeys be able to roll it? Yeah, roll it. Roll it, monkeys. Roll it. <laughs> Talking about, <laughs> I've got a jingle now. He's got a the, jingle for the ram. Yep. There's monkeys. Yeah, there's monkeys. Monkey, they do it. Monkeys. Oh. They, we, got, monkeys. we got audio monkeys. We got rid of you. We didn't think you'd ever Dude, come I'm back. Missing for one week. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Well, we we thought you were 
bloody heavily involved mate, in all sorts of we, stuff. We, we've and we done, didn't no, get ever come back. Mate, we, we, we've done four episodes since you were here last. <laughs> we're internet superstars. We've got T-shirts now. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah I'll show you the T-shirts. Yeah, we've got T-shirts. I'll, I'll, make, I'll get you one. I'll yep. get you one. Yep. Oh, yeah. you got to get a T-shirt. That's when you know it's legit. Yeah, yeah. got to get a T-shirt. But he got a triple XL. I got a double XL. I got a triple XL. It's like a fucking tent. This oh, one, dude. trust me, it's not as big as you think it is. Really? It looks really That's big. That's what she said. Oh, that, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why they don't call me Mega Drive. Anyway, this one, we might not have a rem this week because when I tell you this story, you might say we can't do it. I might cut it. Yep. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you anyway. Fuck it. We go back to 1992. Mm. So I, in my little mind, it's a quite recent event. But that's actually 27 <laughs> years ago. Because they cut out all 28 the years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've cut out all the other bits. Yeah. yeah. That's all that's left. So one of the many, uh, many stories of the mighty, mighty Holden Gemini, I used to have Pottery Peter, TC 1978 Holden Gemini, bright green. I think he'll Google it because we found a picture of it. I had a four-door. But one day on this particular day, I think it was because I got my license in 1992 and I got it in July. And so this was obviously around uh, summertime, like November, December, because it was quite hot this particular day. And uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the two-door, I think. But that's the color anyway. That one there. Yeah, that's it. All I remember was a bright fire. Yeah, that's the color. But that's a two-door. Mine was a four-door. But that's Mm. it. That's the model. That's a TC. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now. Beautiful. They, they're beautiful, mate. I'm Green telling you. If I had one now, I'd be really, really happy to have it. Because that actually was quite a good car to drive. I've reached it down to Jindaboyne. It's the sort of car it would be, mate. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably leave it as is, to be honest, because I reckon they look better just left here, as is. I saw one the other oh, day. Wow, I, didn't know they, I didn't know they made a oh, station wagon. Yeah, they did. You know, Tudor, holy yeah, you know who had a wagon? Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend of the show, Phil, had a wagon. He had did a he? bright orange one. Yes, he did. Wait, he, he did. The back, no back doors. How do you get stuff in and out of the wagon? No, that's been modified. That's bullshit. That was never it like does, that. That looks kind of schmick. That, that was never like that. They were two doors and they were a wagon. Yeah, yeah. I never knew they made yeah, a wagon. Yeah, they did. They did. They made a wagon. Huh. I don't know. Oh, ne- well, let me put it no, this way. I never rare. saw that. That could be legit, but I never saw that. Mm. But he had a four-door wagon and it was bright orange. It was a. It was an absolute beast of a car. Yeah, see, they're, they're silly. That's, that's fucking silly. unnecessary. That's you a, can't see out the yeah, fucking window. That's just silly. How do you register that thing? I don't know. Well, anyway, this particular day, guess where I was? Can I say, oh, Parramatta, Westfield. Ah, classy. An absolute I, debacle. I was, I, I was there on Thursday. A debacle of a place. Mate, I was there on Thursday. Now, this is what happened. And this is no bullshit, Pottery mm. Pete. I'm fucking oh, yeah, telling no, you the I'm, truth. I'm, I'm telling you, this might get cut, right? I've done whatever whatever it is I had to do. And as you know, it's a big, big shopping center. There's lots of little multi-levels on it. Yeah. I've walked out of the shops. And as I'm walking towards the car, I notice there's two legs sticking out from a bonnet. Yeah, I know. That's, what I, that's the look I had. Mm-hmm. I'm not making this up. This is no fucking bullshit. And there were two legs sticking out of the bonnet. The next thing I see, this woman is leaning over the bonnet and leaning over these two little legs sticking out. Now, don't fucking say it. I know what you're thinking. I'm still confused. Get ready for it. Mm. I get closer and closer to the car. Now, remember, the Gemini didn't have what all these cars have these days, which is remote locking. And mm-hmm. So you had to walk up to the car and turn the key, right? Yeah. So I've walked up to the car. And as I've got closer, I've noticed this lady was changing her baby on the bonnet of my fucking car. 
What a oh, cockhead. Oh, no. Yes. I thought it was going to be something a little bit more interesting than that, the way you were describing it. No. What's wrong? No, this is soiling your car. Yeah, this is what happened. Let me tell you what Unfortunately, happened. Fortunately, it was the same colour as the baby shit. No, it wasn't. It was green. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose I, I suppose it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so I got closer. That's bizarre. As I got closer. Thanks, Paramount. And in her defence. Please tell me she was hot. No. Oh. As I get closer, this is where it really takes off. Mm. As I get closer, I've noticed that it's probably fair because the bonnet of the Gemini, if you can remember, is pretty flat. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect change so, table. So, so, it's a perfect change so, table. So she, she turned it's probably my, nice and warm too. She, she turned my Gemini into a change table, oh, right? Oh, that's classy. That's and then I get up to her, and this is where we'll probably get banned. Mm. I've walked up to her and I've gone, oh, but back then I wasn't like I am now. I was, I was a man child and I've gone, um, excuse me, can I help you? And she's gone, what problem? <laughs> and I've gone. I can see where this is going to get banned. Yeah, this is where it's going to get banned. And I've gone, I've, I've gone, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I, want, I nearly finished, won't be long. I said, get the fuck off my car. I've gone, what are you? But I was in shock because I would never mm. have believed anyone would use my Gemini as a baby change table. It is Parramatta, mate. I, but this is back in the 90s, man. Yeah, if it was today. Oh, today would be like a fucking normal day in Parramatta. <laughs> yeah. But back then it was like, no. So I, as I got close, she goes, oh, just be a minute, just be a minute. I just need to change baby. baby. And I go, well, what are you doing changing on my fucking car? And she's like, what what take long? Let me just help you. I just help this one, and then we be got we be gone. It's not problem. I said yeah, it's big problem. And she goes no 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 no. Anyway, I've gone all right. So this is no. Bu- I'm not making this no bullshit. Hmm. So I get in the car and I start it up, <laughs> and the baby's still on the top of the car, uh-huh. and she's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? I go well, darling. I got shit to do. I don't want to wait for you to change the baby on the on the on the Gemini. And like I'm thinking. Because what I was thinking is, mm. the old man had told me if birds poo on your car, that it eats yeah. the eats the paint. So I'm yeah. thinking the baby's poo's got to be the same, surely, right? Yeah, surely. And she's like, "What are you doing? What are your problem?" I go, "I got a fucking lot of problems, darling, and you're one of them." And she's like, "Oh, you rude man! You rude man!" She's like giving me the shit, and she she goes, "You rude! You rude!" And I I literally put Who's the car- rude. You're f- she's changing a fucking diaper mate, on your car, mate. I'm not making this up. What a Cockhead. I'm not making this up. And I put the car in reverse, mm. and she's got the hint that I wasn't joking at this point. So mm. then she's picked up the baby, and she goes, you rude, you rude. And I'm like, fuck. And she's put the baby uh, back in her car, mm. right, and she's just... Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Her car. Where? Where is her car? What's wrong with Beside mine. What's wrong with the bonnet of her car? Fuck the... Oh, because it was more aerodin- or aerodynamic, I suppose, because it, d- it dipped. Mine was flat. The so Gemini she was. Got out of her car yep, with her mate, baby. Okay, so she was parked right next to me. She's got a back seat. She's got a front. Seat. She's got all kinds of places. She, she can was parked that baby. right next to me, right? Oh wow! And she pulled all of her baby gear out. Did she park beside you because she saw your car? Had a no, she's got. Oh, that's a flat car. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> I think. I think. I want to look at the good on this. I think what's happened is the baby's done a poo on the way into the car park or the mm. way out of the car park. And she's gone, I'll change the baby's nappy now. And she's looked over at the Gemini and gone, well, that's a good change table. And she started to change the baby on the boat because she thought she'd get away with it. She didn't think I'd come back. And she obviously thought that, well, I'm not going to do it on the back seat of my car. Why would I do that? You know, like, fuck. (laughs) Stink up. And so she's like, 
got because the Gemini was a target for everything, man. Like seriously, people would bang the door. It got stolen three times, Pottery <laughs> Pete, <laughs> and yeah, every time Pete. it got fucking found. One time it got stolen. Got, I don't want this fucking chunk of shit. I'm telling you now. I have to, I have to one fucking time, fix it every weekend. One time the Gemini got stolen in front of a bank and the guys jumped in it <laughs> and they went, they, they jumped in it, broke into it and the battery went flat and it wouldn't fucking start. <laughs> and they got out. Because they didn't know there was a trick yep. to it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> fucking morons. Yep. Another time, no bullshit, it got stolen. And then uh, later on, because uh, I didn't own it at the time, mm. but the people that owned it used to be my auntie and uncle. They got a phone call saying, oh, we found your carrots at the train station. <laughs> Every fucking time. Three times it got stolen. And the third oh, time... St. Mary's? No, no, no. They're living... They're living... No, I mean, the train station got found at... <laughs> you remember? Okay, do you want to know something? This is no bullshit. Yeah. They found syringes in the back of it. Oh, that is no bullshit. No. So the car went missing for about three or four days. Yeah. And they thought they'd lost it. Mm. They ran out of fuel and then they gave it up. They reckon they ran out of fuel on it. No, that's no bullshit. They weren't about to fill it up. But also, too, what the yeah, Gemini... <laughs> Leave it there full of, a, full so of here's gas. The, yeah. still the next So here's yeah. the thing. This is what they thought probably happened. The Gemini used to have a bit of a fault where, um, particularly in the heat or if the engine was hot, you'd start it but the, it wouldn't click over because it used to have a problem with like the, uh, oh, the, the starter motor. Yeah. And it'd go click, click. Click, 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 and then it'd go, it'd fire up. Yeah. And what they reckon is the people who stole it went, fuck, this car's rooted, and mm. they pissed off. But actually, yeah. what it was was probably the greatest any theft device ne- ever known in history. And that was Being the a fact smoking pole that shit. it was actually shit, right? <laughs> That's a shit song. Yeah. So, so the car wouldn't start. And, uh. the, and no joke, they did find it at a train station, and it was full of syringes. Yeah. And they had to clean sur- the syringes up because the, the auntie and uncle get, get a phone call and they say, Oh look, we found the car, but unfortunately, mm. it looks like it was kids or something, mm. and they've made a bit of a mess of the car. Like they haven't ripped the seats or anything, but they've li- they've done drugs in it, and there's all these syringes on the back seat. But no bullshit, nothing fucking surprised me with this car. I'm telling you now, it was like Christine. It reminded me of this bluebird <laughs> I found in 1983. I got a fucking story about 1983. We found a, a a stolen car at the end of the cul-de-sac, and we and all the kids called it the Christine because they'd read the book about the, mm. the yeah, we found car, we yeah, found yeah. a Nissan bluebird at the end of the street that we thought was possessed because it was in the middle of the road for two weeks because no one gave a fuck and we threw rocks at it for two weeks <laughs> that's no bullshit it was a nissan bluebird that had been stolen but at the time we thought it was possessed because what happened was it was just literally sitting in the middle of the road because where we lived there were no never were any cars coming down no, one there, no it was in the middle of nowhere even now it's even now quiet. but back then i'm telling you there was no there was three houses in the street mm. right and this car was obviously been stolen but at the time we were like oh i think one of my friends said oh it's have you seen Have you seen that movie, Christine, or have you read the book Christine or something? And I didn't know what it was. He goes, I think the car's possessed. <laughs> and so the car would literally sit in the middle of this street for fucking three weeks because yeah. no one reported it stolen. So every for- day after school, you know what we did? Let's go and see Christine. All right, no worries. And everyone mm. thought we were going to see this girl, but it wasn't. It was a fucking car. <laughs> and we used to pick up rocks and bricks and throw it at this car. And this car, mate, you know Street Fighter 2? Yeah. You know when the car, the fucking uh, car at the uh, end of the le- levels and you beat the you car beat the up? Car That's it. what we did for two weeks on this car because <laughs> we thought it was possessed. Well, I'd never seen a stolen car before ever, yeah. ever. I've never seen one. So you I thought f- it was sitting on the road waiting for a victim, just ready to go. We didn't know. We thought it was strange that this car <laughs> yeah. was sitting in the middle of the road. And it was open too, by the way. The doors were open. Yeah. So we used to, again, how dumb are you? Living fingerprints on it. But we'd sit in it and pretend to drive it. 
right? And then someone said, oh, it's possessed, better not sit in that anymore because they must have seen a Stephen King movie or so, I don't mm. know. And so we started throwing rocks at it. And that sat there for fucking weeks. So the Gemini was a bit like that. Anything was possible. And I'm telling you now, in 1992, this person, this lady, changed her baby on the fucking bonnet of this car. And she goes, ah, not problem. And then I put it in reverse and drove off. You you made it a problem. I made it a huge fucking problem because I had shit to do. You made it a felony. Pretty much. (laughs) But how is it? But it... And then later, many, many years later, it dawned on me. I go, well, she's probably doing what she thought was reasonable because it was aerodynamically sound to be a change table. It was a perfect because it was because the bonnets are dead flat, pottery Pete. They're dead flat. They're not like modern cars. Like you stick a baby on a modern car now, they just fall straight off. Yeah, there's no chance. But back then, that was dead flat, so you'd probably be able to put as well. Yeah, Yeah. cars are just like plastic. Yeah, there's no middle there. So my fucking Gemini got made into a change table. That's beautiful. Oh, that's messed up. And I've still got problems, you know, with that kind of that kind of thing. I, even to this day, I'm a bit paranoid that my car's going to be made into a change table because the modern era, anything's fucking possible, mate. All you got to do is take it to Parramatta again. I don't like parking there, mate. I was there, I was there on Thursday. What a fucking nightmare of a place. We had a, a a friend of ours visiting from Japan, and she just happened to be in the area, so we went out to Parramatta to meet her to take her for a nice dinner there near the river. Mm. You get to where that uh, what's that football shop? Peter Wynn, whatever, what that where they sell all the merchandise for, where the guitar factory along Church Street, that oh, area, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're opposite there, McDonald's there. opposite yeah. the Mon- McDonald's there, and there's an absolute massive punch up between these tro- <laughs> these tro- <laughs> This is an innocent little friend of ours from Japan who's probably oh, never no. seen drugs and violence. Oh, it's before. all gone to shit, oh, and yeah. it was a full on punch up. It's all gone this, to fucking th- shit. This absolute troglodyte decked this other woman for no apparent, just turned around for no reason and just dumped her on the ground punching up full on and i'm like welcome to western sydney Uh, yeah what else can you say this is at four o'clock in the afternoon it's classy a fucking classy place on valentine's day which made it even more it's all about the love it's all about the love sharing it yeah Yeah, sharing's caring well folks we've just had a interruption interruption to normal services here we had no bullshit didn't we jason relaxation and pottery pete we had a red belly black snake in the front yard fucking australia in front of mum's in front of mum's garage and in the pond and we just saw what i could only witness as just something incredible so we have to report on this like we we considered calling fuck it on the podcast for the day we did but this was but this was just too much magic to not want to share with our just loyal so loyal fan base. so here's a story we caught a snake catcher or jason relaxation yep. caught a snake props catcher. to julia julia you are now my favorite person in the blue mountains she's a beast i'm not <laughs> making that up she's a beast she's weapon because i've never seen anything like that because the best bit was we were watching the snake that was hiding in the the bushes and it was in the pond because you've got a pond with fish in there we've got a pond you? with fish it's it's had, eaten yeah. I, it had Fish. Can we put photos up later? Because I took yeah, some photos. Yeah, well, I'll put up some photos for for our loyal listener. The two, the two that are listening. <laughs> the two that, the, well, maybe Super Simon's listening. But, Super, Super Simon will be listening. But he's the only one that does. That's it. And uh, we we Jason relaxation called this snake catcher, and I'm telling you now, we're making up all kinds of theories about what she looked like, and I'm like, oh, she might be looking like the maid lady. And she comes out dressed as a maid and she picks up snakes. But that's me and my sick little fucking head. And so anyway, she comes out and I'm telling you, the funniest thing for me, well, there's two. 
was when she says, where is it? And I'm like, well, it's right in front of you, darling. It was literally <laughs> on the footpath. I don't know how she missed it. Was it was a metre away. It was a metre away from her. And, and you know, I felt really bad because I said it's like near the wheelbarrow and that was on the left and the snake was on the right. And, and she's looked like, to the left. And I'm yeah. thinking, holy shit, I've, I've said the wrong thing. Yep. She's now looking the wrong way. The snake's like right beside her leg and it's going to get her. It's going to be my fault. I couldn't believe it. I, I actually thought what was going to happen is the snake was going to dive off into the bush. Yeah, it got and then close to getting away, man. Pretty much. Close. I actually thought it was – because it, it was pretty smart. It knew that it was being cornered. It's funny that she rocks up and it fucked off. It tried It tried its best yeah, to get the but, fuck out of But Dodge. it didn't really. Like, it hung around near the, your footpath path there yeah, for a yeah. bit. And then she comes out and she's clanging on the – because she can't get in through the gate. Yeah. She's like, well, how do – oh, is there a latch there? Oh, okay. And she's making all sorts of noise. And yeah, then she it, goes – It knew something was on. Yeah and, yeah. and then she's like, oh, where is it? She's giving the game away. Yeah. She mm. gave the game away. And, the, and then the snake's on the run because it knows it's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And she goes like, where? Where? Where did you say it was, darling? Where is it? Yeah, it was like some kind of panto. It was just like, he's yeah. over there. No, like, you're going the wrong way. He's and I'm like, because mind you, we're all shit scared. <laughs> so we're not within a, we're not within fucking 20 meters. <laughs> oh, of the yeah, we're miles away. And, we're on the veranda. And we're standing there going, going is she it. fucking for real? She's going to catch a snake. She can't even see the fucking thing. Yeah. It was right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Right? She wasn't young. You no. Know, surely those old eyes can't no, see that snake. No, she's a beast. Because we're like, I, I bet she rocks up in a Nissan Patrol or a Land Cruiser. That's silver Nissan Patrol. She yeah. didn't. She rocked up in a Pulsar, I think it was. It wasn't. Still a Nissan. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like a fucking... <laughs> hey, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I wonder what she looks like. It wasn't impressive. You know, oh, she's this and that. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if she's a maid lady. That's a And fucking... she was just a, a lovely old... Long white hair. Long white hair. Yeah, she's cool, man. Totally down to earth. She's most chilled cool. out, relaxed person she's we've met. She's so cool. And I'll tell you what was really cool and made me very inadequate as a man. I felt like a real man child is that she went up to the snake, looked at it, picked it up by the tail and shoved it in a bag. They did, she Bare did, hands, mate. She, she did, didn't even use did, the hook thing. Didn't use the hook no, thing. No, just hook bang. Thing. Picked it up off of the ground goes, fuck you, get I, in the you bag. Know, you know what the best bit was? <laughs> You, you know what the you're be- exaggerating. Do you know what the, be- you know, you know what the best bit was? Pottery, Pete, and I are looking at each other. She picked it up by the tail, threw it in the bag. Pottery and Pete and I just went, fuck off. How inadequate are we? Like we mm-hmm. She wasn't scared of it. Didn't use the hook things. And then she goes, oh, I've just ruined his day. And I'm like, yeah, you have. Because he was having a wonderful time in the pond. Eating the eating fish. fish. And then the best before that. having a sushi lunch. Before that, great minds think alike. Pottery Pete goes, I've just got an urge to throw rocks at it. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll there show, I'll show you, snake. <laughs> I'll show you. There's something about I'm, snake just I'm, I'm better than you in the evolution chain, you friggin' yeah. fuck. It, I mean, like, it's I just, bad. It's like finding a beehive and wanting to throw rocks at that. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do it. Pottery, I oh. had pottery, Pete. I had a beehive grow on the side of my house. And what did you do? I fucking shit myself. I scored. I had to get a beekeeper out. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't throw rocks at it. Is this where we do the no. jingle for Kingswood Country? <laughs> <laughs> Roll it, monkeys! <laughs> <laughs> Boys no. have gone flying. Guess Captain po- Picard and Ca- Geordie LaForge are on top of one another. <laughs> They've been like that for hours because Pottery Pete made them that way. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Brutai's having some action yeah. as well. Brutai's got, he's got his hand uh, on fucking Picard's What's head. the name of that they cat? exhausted. Yeah. That's, that's the Neckle bus or cat bus. That little fucker's been grinning at Geordie LaForge and Picard going at it for yeah. a couple of hours. <laughs> 
Sick fuck. But I'll tell you what, that snake lady was no joke. Mate, she's on And even though I I'm made... gonna give her props on yeah, our website because I, yeah, do that. if you if you need if you need a snake yep. catcher, mate, I have yep. never seen anyone more polished in my, I guess in my a, years. I guess so far as to say she's a snake charmer, because that that, that snake w- didn't know what it was doing. That's it. No, it had no <laughs> it idea. It had no chance. But you know yeah. what? I couldn't believe she wasn't even fussed. Like when we said, Oh, you better hope like I think one of us might have said, Oh look, you better be quick because it looks like it's going to go in the bushes. And no, nope, zero shit's getting. She didn't give a fuck. She was like, okay, cool. No worries. I'll find it. Mm. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know what she is? She's the female uh, Steve Irwin. Isn't she gorgeous? Isn't she gorgeous? Oh, crikey. Crikey. It's going off into the bushes. <laughs> oh, you ruined it. You ruined his day. <laughs> And how disappointing was her answer to your question about what she's going to do with it? I'll oh, just take it down the street. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, I joked and about I, it. Uh, I said, like, wait a minute, how much am I paying and it's going to come back tomorrow? Yep. Um, that, prefer that, if you made soup out of that. That's the best That's the best bit. That's the best bit. I'm like... Really? Because I, yeah. jo- I was joking with Pottery <laughs> Pete. I'm like, you know what's going to fuck him up? He's going to... He's, they're only going to put it down the bush desk down at the end of the street yeah. and it's going to come back. And then when she gave you the official answer of, well, if you send them too far outside of a kilometre radius, they, they get confused, survive. they don't survive, they get run over by cars. That, and, and, he, and, and Jason Relaxation's just sitting there, standing there going, I don't give a fuck, I just want to go on. But yeah, I wanted her to say I'm going to make boots out of it like Michael Douglas had in Romancing yeah. the Stone. Yeah. You know how he had the crocodile boots after they skinned the crocodile? I wanted her to make boots out of it. And then she rocks up like the snake hunter. Yeah. She's a snake, snake hunter. hunter. She's no joke. I tell you, she's a beast. I've saw, I've seen some beasts there's this t- week. There's a TV show out of yep. that waiting to happen. I saw the guy that ripped out my shower in about ten minutes. I thought that was impressive, but no, she just mate. walked up to a snake, threw it in a bag, and went, "Yeah, fuck snake." And oh yeah, it hurts when they bite you. Oh yeah, because then he's gone. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, is that all?" Yeah, Jason's Jason relaxation's gone. Oh, but I'm worried about getting bitten. She goes, "Oh, no, it hurts. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It'll hurt yeah. for a couple of days. It'll hurt for a couple fine. of days. Yeah. That won't kill you." And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." But how bad did we look? We stood on the on the porch like little pussies. Oh, that we, we are, totally. And I did not look good. It did not look it's good. Not, and she looked at us like it's Rob. You call yourself men? Yeah, yeah. You little men. M- child. M- mind you, I was the most manly because I actually came down to show yeah. where the snake was, whereas you guys mm. were. Well, I didn't even have shoes on. I couldn't oh, do I didn't have sh- I was barefooted as well. I was in socks. Though. I was in socks as well. Oh, okay. There's no <laughs> doubt that she's got oh, the big... Look, the way I am now is exactly what I was, mate. Yeah, fair enough. There's yeah. no doubt she's got the biggest balls of all of us. Oh, mate, I'm telling w- you now. wouldn't be hard. No, because I had little <laughs> tiny sultanas that went up into my little cavity. You know the turtle cavity? The when you're cold and, you're, and your thing shrivels up into the cavity? Turtle. Mm. It mm. becomes a turtle? That's what happened in my little situation. I was like little turtle. Well, perfectly safe on that. Um, there's a snake in the front yard. Can you catch it, please? Oh, there's, it a t- there's a ninja turtle up there. Oh, it's got a bigger... F- I'm trying to find a segue into the, the, our actual topic for today. And <laughs> the closest thing I could find was anime. Topic of the show, I'll do it. I'll do it official. We wanted to talk a little bit, a tiny, tiny little bit of anime. We'll do a bit more anime in later episodes, but the one that we were talking about was Robotech. And I did mention Robotech. It, so, it, it started a, a bit of a storm online. We had like five retweets. When <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. When, 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 when which I, for us is uh, huge. Uh, which is huge. Yeah, I, 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 I did the Ferocious. hashtag Robotech and literally five people, all of which were Japanese. Oh, can I tell you? Oh, really? And if he's listening. They don't even call it Robotech. And yeah, well, yeah, seemed to trend, whatever that. Mm. that well, let me tell you something that happened. I did. We got our first bit of uh, fan bullshit thrown at us, and if he's listening to us, I appreciate it. 
but I'm going to come back at you now. I'm not burning my Robotech dolls, you fuck. Because this guy says, burn them. I said, fuck That's off, right. they're collectibles. That's right, he's a random too. I didn't know who he, he was. He was a random. Yeah. I, said, I said, listen here, mate, they're collectibles. I'm not burning them, burning them you fuck. And I'll stand by yeah. that. And if I've lost one listener, I don't give a fuck. I do this to yeah, rant and that, rave. That kind of listener we don't need. Now, fuck off. Is and it? I'm still donating to charity, by the way, so I can say as much yeah, as I want. Yep. Fuck so it. go fuck yourself, you whoever you were, Muppet. saying, mate, they're collectibles. I know they look like dolls, and they were described as such by uh, Super Super Simon from Super 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 Simon. Myself, mum. Yeah, mum had a crack at them too. Pretty much everyone. Decided but she never they said were I could burn them. Even even my even my wife said they were dolls. Did you see the guy? <laughs> did you see the tweet? They're, they're a bit Barbie. Yep. There yeah, you go. Did you Did you see the tweet? Which one? By the, this guy that said to burn them. No, that was on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Facebook. He goes, yeah. oh, burn them, set them on fire. Yeah, and I said, fuck off, they're collectibles. Yeah, I know, whatever. I'll what stand by that. What a, what a plonker. Was, it, was he there at fucking Sheriff Minicars in 1994 fuck buying no. this shit? No, he wasn't. Nope. He's just casually being a keyboard warrior telling me that my fucking Robotech action figurines are dolls. I fucking know they're dolls. I did the confessional <laughs> last week, and I'm not going to relive, relive that bullshit uh, again. You can go fuck yourself. So that's a nice segue But I still love Robotech. you. She comes with a comb and a brush. Yeah, and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I said it last week. That comb and brush have been used. Pedro, friend no. of the Shern show, used that on Lisa Hayes and made her hair up. Seriously, one hundred percent. Did a good job on it. Yeah, because what happened was she was in a uh, day. It was a band around her, her hair. Yeah. And he said, "I don't like that." And he took the doll out of the pack and then he did her hair up using the using the included, included comb. And yes, brush. he did. Most certainly, he did. Yes. Fabulous. And I'm not going to. And I'm going to tell you. Yeah, and I'll tell fabulous, you off. I'll fabulous. tell you off air what he did for a living. I'll tell you off air what he did for a living, and it'll make the afternoon more interesting. Postcoital hangout. That's what that is. So Sorry, we're just admiring the figure. So, so for for those that don't know why Jason Relaxation is laughing, <laughs> Pottery what? Pete's what put Pat Captain along. Picard and Geordie LaForge staring at Worf's cock and Worf. <laughs> My action figurines. That wasn't the idea. They're just they're basically looking, together. doing weird things, and they shouldn't be doing those weird things. They're having a good old time. They're having an orgy, a plastic orgy. We want to talk about Robotech. I want to get out of this bullshit podcast as quickly as I can. Robotech, Pottery Pete, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but I started really getting into it in 1994. And I absolutely love oh, Robotech. Similar, wasn't that the last time it was on TV? Yeah, it was on. You know what it was on? Cartoon, Cartoon Connection. Connection. Yeah, yeah. So Who was hosting it back then? Anne Marie Sparkman. Anne Marie. Oh, Ring a ding ding. Ring a ding ding. Yeah, there was yeah. actually her, and then later on they had Teresa. Teresa. But Anne Marie was the Cartoon Connect. I can't remember Teresa. Agro's, I remember. Agro's Cartoon Connect. Yeah. See if you can Google that. But fucking Agro. Anne Marie was the Anne Marie Sparkman. That was what her name was. I don't know yeah. if it was a real name, but she was the hostess of that show with Agro, and uh, that's her. That's her. That's her. But anyway, they used to uh, play Robotech, and that's how I first saw it. That was the best. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So oh. much more grown up than the other cartoons at the time. Right? Yeah, it was like mature issues. It's, it's being just explored. pure anime, right? Well, you know what oh, it is. Uh, it's three different animes from Japan <laughs> shoehorned together. Shoehorned together, yeah, yeah, by Harmony Gold, and that's what makes it even more impressive. Yeah, that's her. Now that's actually that's Teresa. That's the later one. Yeah, she was nice, man. That's the later one. That's not the that's not the original one. Hmm. The original what? one. 
I saw it before. That's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. Anne Marie. Yeah. That's Anne Marie. Yeah, yeah. I think he died in real life. He? The uh, agro uh, voice actor, Jamie, what's his name? Um, he passed Jamie away. Dunn. Jamie Dunn. Yeah, I believe I could be wrong, and I hope I am, because he was very, very, very funny with what he was doing. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'll tell you now. He started off on um, Hey Hate Saturday. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 But I'll tell you now, that show, Cartoon Connection, would not fly today. Because oh, he did sexual harassment. He did a lot of shit to her. There was, yeah. You know when he was yeah. he was filling her up under the desk. Well, that's he was rubbed because he because she would be talking and she goes because she had a real baby voice but mm. it was kind of sexy. She goes, okay, the next cartoon we're going to show is Rabbit. Yeah, stop and, it. and she goes, ah, ah, stop it, stop it, you rude boy. Oof. So it wouldn't. I'm telling you now, it wouldn't happen today. No, no. Not without a lawsuit. No. If he's still alive, he'd probably be. No, I I hope I'm wrong about that. I Mm. really hope I am because, but I heard he had passed away and I hope Mm. I'm wrong. But um, that show, I think, ended in the late 90s. It said 97. Like 97, 98, I think it ended. Wikipedia actually just said 97. Okay, so yeah, so late 90s. But 94 was when they were showing Robotech and that's Mm. when I first saw it. Yeah, it was quality. And And just like you, I loved it because it did have real adult, themes but it also had japanese cheesy love themes as well and it also <laughs> but the other cool thing was it has it had awesome uh, mech um so you had the veritex you had the bioroids you had the uh different um all of which are Zentradi. currently on my table yeah they're in a orgy on the table here but it was awesome because like the story was really sci-fi as well mm. Which is what I loved about it. And at this point, we're not kids anymore, so it was just like, well, we had to get something good out of these cartoon shows that wasn't uh, mm. gummy bears or gummy bears <laughs> bouncing here and everywhere. <laughs> Thank gummy you, bears. Yeah, so that's the other kind of crap that was on at the time. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, well, no interest. Yeah, in that, and so. Care Bears and Cabbage Patch Dolls. Well, what do you think about a Robotech for us was really the first anime that we saw? Not for me. Well, not ex- for me. Ex- Star Blazers. On, on commercial TV. No, no. But on commercial TV, something no. that was aired on a daily day or every morning or whenever. Every for other. you, yes, but not yeah. for me because I'm older than you. But for me, I have to go back to probably the mid-80s, like when I was around 8, 9, 10 years old. Mm. And uh, they used to have a show in the afternoon on Channel 2 on mm. the ABC network. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember this show. I don't. Re- it, it, it turned into Michael Tun's afternoon show or something like this but before that i couldn't tell you what it was called and it used to show cartoons and one of the cartoons they used to show was battle of the planets mm. and at, at, at the break i was telling you that the jap it's called gunshima in J- japanese gunshima yeah gundam? I, no not gundam gundam's totally another story um i'm no expert on gundam that's what, why what, I what about was the it. english name battle of the planets and they were the G-Force. Do you remember the G-Force? Not the new G-Force bullshit that they made as a movie. That's it. That's it. Battle of the Planets. Right? Shit off. That's it. And they used to have different... Uh, they used to have different uh, mecha that would form a ginormous uh, phoenix. It was called the Phoenix. Mm. Battle of the Planets. Gunsh- that's it. Gachaman. Gachaman. That's what the Japanese... Uh, Gachaman. Gachaman. That's the original Japanese name for that anime. But obviously here in the West, it was known as Battle of the Planets. And that's probably the first anime that I ever saw. Um, and it used to, they used to have... Um, it might have been Astro Boy. I don't rem- I saw Astro Boy. I did. Mm. But my recollection 
was this was my first anime that I saw, but I did see Astro Boy as well. Mm. And and this one had um, they were different. They'd have different powers, and they'd form a phoenix, which was like this massive big fuck off spaceship that basically would stop everything. But they'd have there was a baddie in that show that kept messing with them, and I can't remember the name of the baddie. We could probably you got the wiki open. Hello. Well, this is the year. This is the Japanese version, right? Yeah. We'll open up uh, the wiki. Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. I just want to remember what the name of the baddie is. I can't remember it because um, it's been a really long time since I saw it. Yeah, Genshin in Japan. Scroll down. The science ninja team, Gachaman. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's, <laughs> that's a proper, summary. That's G force. So yeah, Mark Jason Princess. And Keybop was the one that used to go. Yeah, he never could speak because it was a bit of a bit of a special one. But he Zoltar. Zoltar. That's the dude. Zoltar, right? And the luminous one was the one that Zoltar reported to. The luminous one was literally this light thing. But Zoltar was a he was a bit of a weirdo because he used to dress in drag, right? But Zoltar has a strike. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I've donated there to charity. To, that's Zoltar. See, he's bit. Look at him. He's weird. Oh, he's got big fuck off ears and he's he weird. weird. Yeah, and he's got a cape like that Freddie Mercury be, yeah. and shit. Yeah, he's, he's doing the Freddie Mercury. Yeah, right there. Am I not being funny? That doesn't look a bit weird to it's you. It's like a cross between Lady Gaga and Freddie Mercury. It looks a bit weird, right? <laughs> it doesn't look scary at all. No, no. Does he? so that's Zoltar, oh. right? And he reported to uh, the Illuminous one. Mm. But I can't remember their motivation for being the baddies, but the G-Force was there to stop these, this fucker, right? And there was Princess, mm. who was a little bit of a, bit of a flirt. She liked, she liked Mark. But she, but she was the one that used to uh, lead the others on. So she's like, she's like, she's like Zelda. Oh, yeah, Zelda's a pain in the ass. I would have given up ages ago. If I was Link, I'd say, fuck off, Zelda. Every time I've got a game out, I've got to save your Link. ass. Link. Link. You know, but what can, but what, you know, but what, what can Link do? Because he can't, he can't speak. He's fucked. Mm. But that was, a, that was probably my first anime that I used to sit down and watch as a kid on the channel, channel two in the afternoon after school. And the other one was uh, the one that I was telling you about, which was Star Blazers. Mm. And I love Star Blazers. You might want to Google that as well. Oh, mate, everyone knows Star Blazers. Yeah, well, I don't know because I can't remember the name of what that is in in the Japanese version of it. But we've learnt that Battle of the Planets was Gacha Man. And Battle of the... We're learning. We're learning. Hooray. And the other one was Star Blazers. And Star Blazers was really cool. And that's older. That's older than any of these ones because it was done in the late 70s. There you go, 74. Mm -hmm. Right? 74, 79 it came out. That's how old this thing is. Yeah. And I probably watched it in 84. It's totally Speed Racer style animation. Yeah, it is. It's really, Go really old. It's really, really old. But what I loved about Star Blazers is it had some really interesting characters and it had a lot of Japanese cheese, right? A lot of, lot of very, love cheese. This is very So Japanese, cheesy, right? Yeah. So there was Venture, there was uh, Wildstar, and there was Nova. And Nova was hot. <laughs> what was it called? Yamato. Yam, Yamato. Yeah, mum, well, that's, that's the name of the battleship. Yeah, that's the name of the battleship that they resurrected from the the, the now emptied seas. Because I was telling you before, Pottery Pete, mm. the Gamelons were the evil aliens that were somehow radiating the Earth with these radiation, um, uh, what do you call it? 
meteorites and they completely obliterated the earth. And so the survivors of the earth would move underground to survive the radiation. Mm. And so they developed the, uh, what what they call themselves? They called themselves, um, not the Space Force. Um, they called themselves something. Not Star Blazers either. Earth Defense Force? Earth Defen- Defense Force. They, they were the ones that resurrected and built this spaceship in secret, which was the Yam- Yamamoto, right? And then they launched that in to go to Ishtar. Is it Ishtar? Yeah, so yep. it seems they, uh, and they then got help from Queen Starsha. Yeah, because she had the Cosmo DNA. Iskandar. Yeah, Ishtandar. So the Cosmo DNA, if they use this <laughs> if they use this Cosmo DNA on Earth, it would get rid of the radiation Sweet. and restore the Earth back to, to normal. But they only had one more year left before the, the radiation would be irreversible. So it's a bit like the greenhouse effect, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spooky. So they went on the they went on this journey to um, Ishtar or Ishtandar and they went to try and find the Cosmo DNA right but along the way they'd meet the Gamelons and the Gamelons would always fuck them up but the Yamamoto was no joke because it had this thing called the wave motion engine which was a massive big fuck off cannon and it would just annihilate every fucking Gamelon and they had, the Gamelons really didn't like them very much because of this wave motion em- engine because they were no joke but that was probably that and uh, what do you call it um Battle of the Planets was were the first animes that I remember seeing. And then later on, I know it came out before this, but later on I would watch Astro Boy. But I never really got into Astro Boy as much as I did these ones. And these were the prelude to um, Robotech. Yeah. So my anime phase was in the 80s, like mid-80s to mm-hmm. late 80s. And then late 80s, I think Akira came out as a movie, which was amazing. I love that shit mm. as a movie. And then the mid-90s would bubble up again with the Robotech saga and I love the the, the Macross saga and mm. the the new generation and so the Southern Cross which they merged together which of the three series <coughs> of Robotech before the the one that came well after is your favorite what do you mean sorry so you got three different basically generations of Robotech oh yeah right? oh, the Macross saga the first one so you like the first one? Oh yeah 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 because yeah. the first one I think was the the closest or the truest of the source material well, yeah. And then what they did was, because it was such a great story, and credit with credit's due, Harmony Gold did a really great job, I think, mm. splicing those three series together because the Southern Cross... Well, that made total sense. Yeah. The Southern Cross was cool too because mm-hmm. the Southern Cross had some cool uh, characters like uh, General Leonard, mm-hmm. who was an absolute maniac, and General Emerson was this conflicted um, general that knew that... I need to watch it again, Yeah, Jeez. I'm telling you now... It's really, really cool. Where can I get that shit? Uh, you could probably YouTube it. I mm. think it's all on YouTube. But General Leonard was a maniac who wanted to annihilate mm. everything. And General Emerson was the general that had common sense and said, no, you're going about it the wrong way. We won't beat the Robotech Masters. Because remember, the Robotech Masters after the Macro Saga mm-hmm. came to Earth looking yep. for the protoculture. Yep. And they found the protoculture in the old abandoned ruins of the SDF-1, yep. which was another... I think that was the battleship Macross in the original mm-hmm. Japanese anime. But the Robotech source, or sorry, the uh, protoculture source was in the SDF-1 originally yeah. in the crash site. Well, they had it with them the whole way. Right. Yeah. So the Robotech masters smelt it mm-hmm. from the universe and came looking for it. And so the Earth Defense Force was pretty much on the back foot in the Southern Cross mm. or Series 2 of Robotech. 
and they had some really interesting characters. Like they had General Emerson, who was a really level-headed guy, who said, "No, we should try and be diplomatic with mm -hmm. the Robotech Masters because we don't have the technology or the firepower. Where our fleet's decimated, we're still recovering from the big fallout of the SDF. Because remember, the SDF one went nuclear mm. at the end of the very first." first series the macross yep. saga big kaboom and big kaboom and it fucking nuked everything yep. right and also there's intrati nuked the, the earth, there's mm -hmm. earth as well from orbit and so the earth was fucked right and so the survivors they basically didn't have much left to to defend the earth with it earth with and so the robotech masters came looking for the protoculture because once the F sdf1 burst open mm. that's where zor who was the robotech uh, well, the protoculture, I guess he was the creator of protoculture, mm. I believe. It's basically a fuel system. It was a fuel system, but he, he created it, mm. and he buried it in the original SDF-1. He hit and it. He hit it, it yeah. right. He hit it from the Robotech Masters because yeah. he knew that, A, the Zentradi would come looking for mm -hmm. it, and, B, the Robotech Masters would come looking for it, and, C, the, the Invid would come looking for it. So the Invid is the series that I remember the most. That's the right? new generation. So they're the, they're the crabs, right? They're the crabs. Yeah. So that... that <laughs> I don't remember the crabs. Yeah, they, the they're the crabs. So I yeah. really enjoyed that. The, the early stuff. Yeah, I really enjoyed that series, the third one. Yeah, the, look, they're all great, but the third one Because that's, that, that's many, many years yes, later. Yeah, it is many years later. When there's basically no recollection of the, the battle that had occurred previously previously no other than folklore no. and, and stories and That's stuff right. so they you got these young guys walking around and they, they're stumbling across these things again and they're getting attacked by giant purple crabs and it's it's kind of a you know it's, what's really cool about that series and this is why i don't like what harmony gold has done with the robotech license they've basically done nothing with mm. it and they've basically uh, everyone's hanging i think it's 2022 or 2023 when harmony mm. gold loses their license of robotech and then it becomes someone else can take the Robotech license and do something with it. And there's a lot of talk about new series mm. being done, games being produced, oh, game toys being mad. made. Mm. But Harmony Gold's sitting on it for a couple more years, right? Mm. And so what I love, I give credit to Harmony Gold because they did splice these three series really well together. And what I love about it is, you're right, the, the Macross Saga, which was the first series, mm -hmm. had... The, the SDF-1 being the, the main focus of it, it gets destroyed at the end of the first yeah. season or first series. Then the second season is the Southern Cross and that's got some characters in there too, like I was saying. And that's got the Earth being decimated. It's mm -hmm. fucked. It's a, basically a moonscape. And whoever's left over is the survivors of that original fallout. Mm. And the new generation, which is the third season, is mm. even more clever because... They're basically saying the Southern Cross, which was the last remaining Earth Defence Forces, they were beaten at the end mm -hmm. by the Robotech Masters, right? And so you had very little resistance at all when the Invid came. Yeah, they just so they the took Earth, over. The Earth, Earth might have yeah. done okay against the Centradi. Yeah. They beat the Centradi. Mm. They beat the Robotech Masters in the second season, but at a huge cost. But they couldn't beat the Invid when the Invid, the Invid invaded. The, the Invid just came right? in, and then so by, the, by the end of it, you're seeing... Basically, an underground movement against yes, the, the resistance. The yeah, the resistance. Yeah. So this is when Admiral Hunter on the SDF three mm. is missing. They don't know where he is, and that's explained in the Sentinels movie. Mm. And I've actually got that on VHS. Oh wow! So the Sentinels VHS. Fuck I'll, me, mate. I'll tell you the story. I'll fucking tell. <laughs> nice. I'll tell you yeah. the story about that. I'll tell you the story mm. now. This is a little mini ram. Pedro and I had backpacked for four months all over Europe, and then we went to the US. Mm. Right. And when we got to the US, we ended up at LA and we went to Disneyland, 
right? This is not that's a fuck up. That's a fuck up. Two fuck ups going to Disneyland. But what we wanted to do, we went looking. This is before the days, arguably, of eBay. Mm. We went looking for the Sentinel treasure, treasure <laughs> and we went look and we tried to find the Sentinels. <laughs> we tried to find the Sentinels movie, right? Yeah. And we found it on VHS in a in a department store. Fuck me. Right. That's so a score. It, it's NTSC. That's all right. We can figure that out. Well, no, most players can play it now. Hmm. And so we picked it up for dirt cheap because we couldn't get it mm. in Australia. We couldn't find it anywhere. And, I play, and I've played the movie and it explains really, really well. It actually picks up the story of Rick Hunter yep. and Lisa Hayes yeah, okay. and how they're working on the SDF-3 and they meet other different aliens that are trying to get protoculture as well. It's, it's quite a com- complex mm. story. There's been some spin-offs since then, like The Shadow. I think it's called The Shadow masters or the shadow series or something like that which is another subset of the robotech mm. universe but the invert story is really cl- is really, really clever yeah. by harmony gold because what they're saying is you beat the first lot of zentradi which is the first main enemy then you beat the robotech masters masters in the second season which is the second enemy mm. and then you tried you could you didn't have enough defense left. everything was wiped out after the second series and so there's no way you could beat the inverts because the inverts were like I'm really glossing over this, and I know I'm making some mistakes here, so don't crucify me. But the Invert were kind of like scavengers of the of, of the universe, looking for protoculture. They needed protoculture to, to live, not to even fuel their it's like ships. It's like the crack whores. It was they were like they were like they were like <laughs> crack whores. They were crack whores of space, looking for protoculture. They were addicted to it, right? And so they came to Earth because they knew because when when Zor hid the protoculture on. The, the SDF-2, mm. SDF-1, sorry. And at the end of the second series, the Southern Cross series, the SDF-2 site gets blown apart mm. and the spores, the, the, the protoculture spores get released. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, right at the end of the second series, Dana Sterling says, oh, no, what have we done? Or mm. something like that. Because they, they hear about this thing called Invid, because the Robotech masters say, well, listen, it's either us or the Invid. What would you rather have? We're not going to fuck you over as much as the Invid are, because the Invid, they're not even really, uh, they're not rational. The Invid queen. The highest fuck on protocol. Yeah, but, but the, the, Invid, the Invid queen, right? Oh, you're a fucking idiot. The Invid queen... She just wants protoculture at all costs. So what are you going to do? And so when the Invid came, they got knocked out. The Earth Defense Force was gone. And so all they had was the resistance. Mm. And so that was really, really clever that that Harmony Gold put that in. I don't mm. know how they managed to yeah, splice brilliant. it together. Absolutely brilliant. And so, again, it all made complete sense. And mm-hmm. I actually, when I first watched Robotech, I didn't know that there was three individual s- stories. You like, thought they were... I thought they were the one. They were actually deliberately... Yeah. Prepared. But I could never work out why Rick Hunter never came back after the first series. Hmm. And that's because he was never a completely yeah, different anime, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And that and Minmay had driven him fucking crazy oh, by Min that May. point. <laughs> Minmay. That, mate, that, that, that's where it lost me in that first first season of uh, Reba Tech. West, she can't sing. Oh, Reba West was the voice actress for, for Minmay. Jesus, fuck. And but we need your voice to win the battle. We need right. love. We need love. Love. Because oh, Zentradi went cringe. to pieces with, with uh, Minmay because they fell in love with her. So they got they got space boners and they couldn't they couldn't uh, cope with it. Couldn't yeah. find anymore. No, and that's no, it. Yeah. But we but will win. I know. I know. There was an arcade game as well. There was a PS2 game as well. Oh, the arcade. I was addicted to that. Tell yeah. us more. Oh, I love that. It was a, you could convert from a uh, 
regular aircraft into a mech. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it chewed up a lot of my coins in, in time zone back in the day. <laughs> back in uh, Queen Street, Campbelltown time zone. Oh, I've been there many times. Oh, yeah. Oh, that shit, place was yeah. heaven. Queen Street, Campbelltown. Yeah. I have some stories is about still, that. Is it still as classy as it always was? Oh, it's probably worse now. Because hmm. it was... Back, I don't want to talk about it because it's not appropriate. But back, but back then, well, I've got stories about arcades in general. Yeah. Like I've got a story about arcades for me were always seedy places because they were always. Really? Yeah, because the arcades that I used to go to, yeah. the very first time I went to an arcade, there was always the experience that kids were a lot older than you, so the older kids would always pick on the younger kids. Yeah. And there was one time we went to an arcade. And it was always weird weirdos there, at least the arcade I used to go to. And the arcade that I went one time, there was a guy, he was literally handing out chocolates to people, to the young kids. Hmm. Now think about the context mm, of the modern yeah, world. That's, yeah, that's right? probably a bit Think old. about that for a little bit. Man. So he, I'm not kidding you, he went into the arcade one, guy, one day, this guy, and he had a bag, a shopping bag full of Cadbury dairy milk blocks of chocolate. Mm. And he watched the kids play... Sega games or arcade games in general and you yeah. give them a block of chocolate that's fucking no bullshit and that's why I've always had a bit of a funny thing with the fucking arcades and then they they uh, they built intent remember intensity in Parramatta I do remember intensity yeah they had a, they had a machine called yeah. red Mars and that was where you used to sit in a simulator mm. and it used to move as yep. you it was one it was in the oh, mid 90s that one of those two dollar games obviously be fucking 10 bucks man but here's the thing you'd sit in this simulator and you'd be completely engulfed. This is before VR. You'd be completely engulfed in the screen. There was a big screen in front mm. of you of like Mars. Was and it, you'd be was in it a, a multiplayer? Was no, it no, no, no. I'll tell you how it was. I'll yeah. tell you how it was, but it wasn't. Mm. You'd be in a shuttle, and that shuttle, you'd have to dodge uh, obstacles mm. to get the best time. And as you moved, the, the seat rocked and all this mm. sort of stuff. Now, what was cool about it, and this was the multiplayer mm. bit of it, they used to give you a report of your time. That's and right. And you, you'd be in a team and you'd yeah, compare each other's time to everybody else. Now, I remember they used to have uh, multiplayer session nights at Intensity, right, where they'd get you in the groups of, say, 20 or 30, and they'd say, you're up, you're up, you're up, mm. you're up. And, you, and then by the end of it, you'd have your, your, your time and your name against the you know, your score and against all the other people. And whoever won that night would win an intensity award, right? It was, it was a, basically a night for nerds. And again, you wouldn't see a female for 100 kilometres and all you'd hear is... <laughs> Over his drying up. The drying up of vaginas. <laughs> but that Macross game, I was, there was no one ever played it. I was the only one who ever played that damn thing. I never had to wait to play that game. Mm. And it was all fun and games until they sped it up. You remember when they used to do that? Yeah. Every yep. so often, they just suddenly the game would be faster. Yep, and it's it such tricky money because yep. you couldn't dodge anything anymore. Yep. Mm. Yeah, the arcades were that wi- ruined it. The arcades were weird back in those days because they, they, I'm sure they used to play funny games with the difficulty of because people would talk, oh, they've they've made it more difficult than it needs to be, mm. and there was always those, oh, someone's someone's done something to the Street Fighter machine or this stick, this arcade stick's like not working properly or the buttons are fucked on this one, on yeah. this cabinet or something. Well, I think quite often the joystick would just get up yeah, the spots because it's yeah. been beaten up too much. That's right. But I do remember the speeding up. That was They, oh, they used to speed the games up. That was just ruined. Yep. That, that put me off it because that was my favourite game yep. in the arcade. But, jeez, ruined. They played so well. I mean, it was just a scrolling shooter. Yeah. Mm. 
but you just kept getting more upgrades and more upgrades until the whole screen was just full of your fire. Yes. <laughs> you couldn't see what was coming at you because your fire was so intense. Yeah. It was the best. But the Robotech and games. The oh, that first shot, first shot. No, no, no. no but you still. Yeah, it's a shmup. Oh, no. It's a shmup. He's the one he's talking about That's to shoot the, him up. Yeah. The part one. So the. Uh, no, but I'm, I just saw something that. Uh, I remember Retro that. Dan needs to that purchase. That was the first villain, uh, first boss monster. That's yeah, real. that's Massive that's the shoot. game. But there was a PS2 was game. Fine. I'm telling you now, a PS2 came out with Robotech on it. Look at this shit, man. I've, I've seen them. They're fucked. Don't worry about them. Yeah, but where can you get that the arcade one? That was fabulous. Look at that shit. Yeah. Fuck, I want to play that now. Yeah. Yeah, that's that on. That looks a, fucking awesome. That's on a that's on yeah. a Coleco. That's yeah. on a Coleco Vision. I've got a Coleco Vision. But I'm sure there was a yeah, PS2. That's it. It's a, oh, Super Space Fortress Macross. I remember that. That's the one I'm thinking of. Super Space Fortress Macross. That's the Robotech game that I'm thinking of. That's the one. That's it. That's it. That Robotech, the Macross saga. That mm-hmm. was that game there came out, I'm sure of it, on the PS2. Can you click on that? So I'm not totally... Bo- the one up above, Robotech, yeah, the Macross saga. Yeah, no, one. no. I just saw that there's a, a Shemu picture there. Oh, but, that, we're not yeah. talking about Shemu. We're talking about this no, shit. No, no, but he's got it. I don't give a fuck about Shemu today. That's just, <laughs> just, just a picture. Oh, I wanted to see. I'm sure that was a PS2 game. If it is, then... Oh, no. The arcade one was un- unbelievable. That was the best. 1992. Oh, I love that game. The bosses were fabulous. You're going to have to make yourself a cabinet, mate. Oh, uh, yeah. Could you even get it, though? Oh, yeah. What was could. it called? What was it called? Robotech? The Macross Saga. It was just it just came up as Macross as the game name. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, well, Robotech it, you know what? Everyone worked out pretty early on that Robotech was Macross or Macross yeah. was Robotech. No, I reckon you know? it was just a straight up port from from Japan, the the arcade one. I don't think they produced it. Google Robotech games. What are you doing? Just don't worry about that. You're going to get all sorts of shit. Just go Rub- Robotech games. Because <clears throat> there's been stuff on the PCs. I was right. Uh, PS2 Robotech Invasion that came out it's the one I'm thinking of Robotech Invasion came out on the PS2 and the original Xbox and Battlecry is the other one I got that's the one I'm actually really thinking of is Battlecry that came on the PS2 I think there's an opportunity there isn't a lot of games yeah but you know yeah but you know why it's Harmony Gold this is what this is what I'm getting back at Harmony Gold apparently has the rights to Robotech to 2022 or 23 yep and they're not doing anything with that license at all. And there's really big hope that when when the license is not renewed by Harmony Gold, that someone grabs the license for Robotech and does something with it. But Robotech Battlecry is the one I'm thinking of for the PS2 that I played to death, and I absolutely love that game. Um, no, the one I, that, that, that Saga was the one I played to death. Because uh, Battlecry is the one where you could I be Battlecry is the one where you were a, Ver- a Veritech as a Guardian mode or Battleroid mode. Remember there were different modes? There was Guardian mode, Battleroid mode, and Veritech mode, fighter mode, mm-hmm. yeah. fighter mode. Yeah, you trend, it is midway through and you got full robot mode. Yeah, you got but the, Battlecry allowed you to do that yeah. on the PS2. It was fucking awesome. I'm pretty sure this little toy lets me do it. Yeah, it does, but don't you'll, it'll make all sorts of shit noise. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? That's Max Sterling. Max Sterling. Max yeah. Sterling got married to Miria, who was the Zentradi that was the That's right. micronized. Remember? So Miria was the spy that was sent to to spy on the um, Micronians, which were the humans. And she fell in love with Max Sterling because you know why? He was a better fighter pilot than she was. So she was the shit hot pilot, pilot, fighter pilot. 
for the Zentradi. But he was better. But he was better. And he beat her in combat. And so she got micronized because she wanted to get revenge against Max Sterling. But also she, uh, she was there to spy on the Micronians. She was sent out by the, the leader of the female Zentradi. I can't remember her name, I actually. That. Yeah. yeah. I think we've got another weekend project for you, Peter, is to make a cabinet, mate. Oh, Christ. That's the game I played on the PS2, He's which like was Battle Cry. From renovating my house and turning to a. Yeah, fucking why not? Yeah. I'll have a tongue and groove construction. <laughs> tongue, tongue and groove. <laughs> <laughs> Might use my leftover Jarrah. Because you've got a tabletop, you could stick it on your tabletop. I'm actually, I'm actually thinking that I've probably got a Robotech game on that. Yeah, because you've got thousands of I've got a lot of shmups on there because I've got a main box uh, and it's got 2,200 arcade games on it. And I just wonder if I've got Robotech on there, but I don't oh recall. God, yeah, I don't awesome. recall seeing it. I've I got games since the nineties. Honestly. Yeah, I've got games like 1941, 42, yeah, 43, yeah, 44, yeah. 45. There's heaps of shmups on. Death, yeah. There's heaps of those games on yeah, on this box. Totally but if I I don't recall there being Robotech on there, because if there was, I would have lost my mind. But I don't think you there, might not have ever looked. No, I, I've looked at every game on there. I don't remember seeing <laughs> Robotech. How much free time are you? Got? No, no. You, there's a menu. Oh, you I just see. go. Yeah. You score. Yeah, I remember. All it is is a Windows Windows XP box. Yeah. And you just go through the, the list of games. But I don't remember seeing Robotech on there. And if I had, I would have lost my mind on mm. it. But mm. I don't... Doesn't but, mean It doesn't mean you can't get it. Oh, mate, you can... It's mate, just a Windows machine. Yeah, but not only that, Battlecry is available on the PS2 or Xbox original. True. So you could easily pick it up. But that, that wasn't a shoot 'em up That was a... From my memories, that was more of a 3D... Uh, Almost, I'm not. I'm going to say Mech Warrior, but it wasn't Mech Warrior hmm. sort of game where you're actually 3D. That's a blast. Back. Oh, Mech Jesus. Warrior is the fucking shit. Did you ever play Did Mech Warrior? No. Oh fuck, that was the shit. That mate, Mech Warrior Two was great. Yeah, because we upgrade. Okay, so we when the four eight six finally ran out of power, around about two thousand, two thousand. About I'm going to say two thousand. We upgraded it, and it was cracking. my first ever our AMD PC. Oh, okay. I got. I think it was a K six. That's because our, our cousin yeah, yeah. at the time convinced us to get an AMD. Yeah, but it was also cheaper. But I remember thinking I've made a mistake because they're not going to work and all that. Because people forget. No, they're fine. They good. Yeah, but people forget. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, there were compatibility potential issues running AMD CPUs. But I, we never had a problem, right? Mm. And now you wouldn't even think twice about buying a, a, an AMD CPU because they're pretty cool. But, yeah, we played MechWarrior on that PC, and that I love MechWarrior when it came out. I can't find any original images for it. Yeah, I, I can't remember that. I think it was MechWarrior two, or was it just MechWarrior that? No, we, we had both. Uh, MechWarrior two. That's it, what we had. MechWarrior two. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. mind blowing. We definitely had that. I remember the box art. Yeah. Expansion packs. Jeez, yeah, that was a good game. There's a there's a couple of MechWarrior games in development, or if yeah, not being released yeah. on. on uh, kickstarter and all the rest of it but again they should be mainstream man i don't understand titan 4 is your closest but that's nowhere near as good as mech warrior no how much fun was it just being in a fucking mech oh, it was blowing fucking awesome. shit up it was awesome <laughs> i mean there's nothing better than that which is yeah. Yeah, obviously the appeal of um titan i love mech warrior so much as a game i thought that was really really cool it was, it, at the t- it was yeah. and it, this is why Titanfall original the first game was such a missed opportunity because they could have easily combined the Mech Warrior kind of uh, gameplay with the with the with the storyline. Mech Warrior Five. That's the one I'm thinking of. That's Mech Warrior Five. That's the one. Fuck me. That's that's in the early 
access. Ooh, hello. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking September of. September 10th, That's what I'm thinking of. MacWarrior 5. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. That's the one that I... horrible website. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know why? Because it wasn't... Uh, they had to go Kickstarter on it. I oh, think. but you can still make a decent fucking website. Yeah. I'm oh, sure... 120 bucks. I'm sure it was Kickstarter. Ooh. I could be wrong on that too. But MacWarrior 5 is the one I was thinking of before. Yeah, unreal. Nice. And from what I'm hearing unreal. from the nerds that have played it, it's really it's good. It's the shit. Yeah. Um, so give, I think that could give be... Me, give me. Yeah, I think that could be a really take, good... Take my money. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I can play it on PC, mate. I'm no, it's good. a PC game. Yeah. It's one, it's, 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 I think, no, it's, it's, only, I think mm. it's only a PC game. I, Even better. I don't know a lot about it, but I... I oh, I'm going to Google the fuck out yeah, of it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> if I can get access to that bad boy today, mate, I'm on it. Uh, it's pre-order. I don't give a fuck. But it's not pre-order. Again, I think it's... The demo? It's de- early access. Yeah, give me early... I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure it's early access. I don't think it's going to have a... I think retail releases that 19th of September, whatever it it's was. The 10th of September. Yeah. That's ages away. Yeah. It's, it's ages away. away but I, I, I think it's been... I need to blow shit up. I think it's been an early access, because I know some people on YouTube have been playing it, mm. um, and their impressions of it are pretty pretty favourable. Um but MechWarrior was a really cool game that we played on that AMD PC, mm. and um, I loved it. And that was as close as I got to Robotech as a video game back then. Until the PS2 would get that Battle Cry game. Because it did feel like Robotech, because you yeah. were in a... The, oh, yeah, give me those graphics. Yeah, that's that's it. That's... <laughs> get me. That's, that's it, man. Oh. MechWarrior 2. It's a shit. Fuck. Get, click on that. Oh, yeah, tiny. but you know what? You la- you laugh at that now. How cool was that? You laugh oh, at that now. Right. You laugh at net. Na- you laugh at that now. But back then it was a shit. I'm telling you now that was cutting edge. Oh yeah, it was, it was and and look at those polygons. And you needed a beast machine to run that. Oh yeah. So that was also a testament to how good your PC was back then too. If you could run that really at high detail with good frame rates, you were like you've got a good PC back in those days. Look at those textures. Yeah, you know why they're go, they're Gorad? Was it Gurad? Gurad shading. It's unreal. Yeah, MechWarrior was awesome. I want to play it now. Yeah. Did oh. you get Ace Combat yet? No, I haven't got Ace Combat yet. It's on my that. So that's a Macross throwback. That thing, because that's like because it's a it's massively Japanese. Yeah, Ace Combat is massively Japanese, and, and yeah. it's like you're flying one of these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's right? what I. That's why whenever I look at like games like that, I think of Mac. I think of Macross, or I think of Robotech. Yeah. So I'm so nerdy. I play like legit flight simulators. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. It's such a missed opportunity. <laughs> like legit flight yeah, simulators. Yeah, he's a, he's right? a fucking nerd. The full oh, thing, air traffic know, control. He wanted to be a. He wanted to be. I a wanted pilot. to be a pilot, but my eyes don't work. Uh, I was just thinking the same thing because, like, now I'm I'm gamefully unemployed, <laughs> and I'm thinking I should just go get my pilot's license. Like, just do a full on. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I got some mates just, that are pilots. Head out to Bathurst down there. They do training down there. Yeah, and <clears> just spend <throat> a Camden. couple of weeks. Mm. Or you know what else you could do. Just play Ace Combat 7, fucking hell. You, no, you, a real aeroplane, that's even better. This is real. I don't know, man. I've been playing like uh, uh, essentially virtual fighter pilot mm. simulator software. And that is the shit. And you, you see it on YouTube as well where actual F-18 pilots get on there and they have a bit of a burl. And it's if, if I had the VR headset for the PC, 
you could totally run it full VR. Oh, nice. Well, I've, got, the, I've got the rig for on it. On the PS4, for at least a year, Ace Combat 7 has a VR component to it. Hmm. And I believe it's really, really good. Yeah, I've, everyone, everyone I mean, says, I, it makes you feel sick about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. do it because I'll, I'll throw up because yeah. just that's what it just does to me. VR just does that to me. But yeah, I, I think that would be unreal experience. Man, you know I, I, mean? I just want a PC VR headset now just to play my flight sims. Well, they're, they're attainable. You can get them. Yeah, yeah. Oculus and what's the other one? Vive? Yeah. Just depends on the uh, this podcast actually doesn't make any money. It's a cost center. You right know now. why? <laughs> Because we've only got two people that listen to us, and I think we should wrap this bad boy up. Because I'm busting I'm, for a piss. You're busting for a piss. I'm out of caffeine. I need a. I need a coffee. Yeah. How do you want to finish it off? Well, I just want to say that. Didn't we finish it off last time? No, we're going to finish. Oh well, you can edit all of this out. I'm, I'm sure. I'm going to edit it out. Um, <laughs> no, I think for me, my favorite. I want to talk more extensively with other people in detail for an episode on anime because mm. there's a lot of anime. Because I could start talking movies like. Um, Google it now. One of my favorite anime movies. Ninja is, Scroll. Well, Ninja Scroll was one of the first movies that I saw that blew my mind. That and Akira. But the one I really, really dug as a really amazing fucking story, and I'm going to butcher the the pronunciation. Is Pro- pronunciation. Pronunciation. <laughs> but Fuck ironic. off. I like it. <laughs> Un- your words correctly. Now. Well, I've got half a brain in a jar somewhere, so you have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just the perfect opportunity. What was it, the movie? Wings of the Homines. 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 Oh, I am familiar with it. It's really... Wings of the Hot. That's it. The third one down. Of the mayonnaise. Of the mayonnaise. Wings of the mayonnaise. Wings of the mayonnaise. This is a story about a planet that's ready for space flight. Oh, sweet. And so it's not on, not based on Earth, but these, these this race of people are on a planet that are ready for space flight. And... Um, if you just quickly Wikipedia it, so I'm not completely butchering the storyline of it. Um, oh, come on, for fuck's sake. Why do you make it so big? Now I can't read it. Because I can't fucking see it. Go down a plot. That would fucking help, wouldn't it? <laughs> and he's giving me shit over pronunciation. Fuck On off. an alternate Earth. On an yeah, alternate Earth, an individual civilization. civilization is flourishing and impending war... Between two bordering nations, that's right. So there's a, a massive war that's been going the on. Of Hollandaise and the Republic. Hollandaise. Yes. yes, that's the one. Making me hungry. Mm, I'm hungry too. Oh my God, the name of the guy. Shirot Suchlachdat. Uh-huh. The big plot with this movie is, is that there's been a really long-standing war and feud between two major nations on this planet, and it's really decimated them. However... Mm. It hasn't, on one nation, um, based on this planet, they've proceeded with a space program mm. and they're very close to going into space. And what's holding them back is this uh, conflict that they have with an alternative nation. And so the, there's a, the story's based on a, I think he's an astronaut, and it's the impact of him going into space and on his family and this war that's going on um, on this planet. I can't concentrate with him. <laughs> putting Worf into a sexual position he looks like he's giving Britai a blowjob and I'm, I can't do it and now Picard's gone in and it, it's a 69 affair what is going on can I just what the fuck is going on there with Geordie LaForge and Captain Picard oh you know that's what was going on and what have you done you I, know took a, I took a photo I'm going to tweet that shit oh that's 
weird. Oh, it's legit. You ever watched that show? Make it so. <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me that wasn't going on in the I well look in the captain's There's been room. a lot of a lot of people have been saying for years and years and years <laughs> that Picard was a bit weird because he always had women throwing themselves at him. Right. Mm. Whereas Kirk would just basically bang anything that moved. Mm. Yep, human or otherwise. Don't get me wrong, Picard had his fair share of love interests mm-hmm. too, and some of them were Pretty hot. Much every episode. Well, I'll tell you the hottest one was that chick called Vash. There? Yeah. She, oh, yeah, Vash. Well, yeah. let me tell you the story about how much of a loser Captain Picard is, right? Because she liked Captain Picard, but he, he said, oh, no, I'm a captain, I love the Enterprise more, and she ended up going off with Q. Remember really, Q? With Q, yeah. Remember Q? Mm-hmm. So Q ended up taking her onto adventures because she was actually a adventurer. She was like uh, Lara Croft, the Tomb Raider. Mm. She liked to go and do adventures with Lara, like raiding archaeological archaeological sites. Mm-hmm. And so she she really liked Picard because he was into the archaeology as well. That was one of his side stories. But she really chased him. Mm. And look at what she's fucking wearing there. That's crazy. Oh, what she's not wearing there. <laughs> that is, that's the maid lady. That was the maid lady in the 80s. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you now. And so she she was chasing Picard like you wouldn't believe. But he goes, no, I'm in love with the Enterprise. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that really. That was in about season four that she got, uh, I, I think she was on season four on Next Generation, and she was really into the Picard, and he, mm. and he knocked her back. And um, that voice. What? Patrick Stewart. Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Oh, he's mate. got the best. He could, talk, he could talk his way into anything. But he's yeah. the best. He's a, Mate, the guy is the – can I tell you about Patrick Stewart, how much of a beast he is? He was at one of the Grand Prix last year for the F1. I think mm. it was Canada. And he got up on the podium, on the rostrum, to do the post-interviews. The guy is – Amazing, because he's in the well, well, well into his eighties now. Yeah. Like he's in, I think he's late eighties, and they want to sign him on for a new Star Trek uh, series. Really? Have you heard this pottery, no, Pete? What's this? Yeah. So I have, and by the way, folks, the two people who are listening, I have not googled any of this shit. No, this right? is completely ad hoc. I'm pulling this out of my ass, but this is what I know: that uh, CBS and uh, Net, uh, uh, yeah, CBS Online in America. Mm. They want to uh, produce another show and they're trying to get Picard to come back. But what people don't know yet is whether or not Picard's coming back as, or Patrick Stewart, I should say, is coming back as Picard after Next Generation timeline Mm. or some weird alternate universe Picard. It's a real, the, the story of Star Trek as it is in the modern era is actually quite interesting for, for real nerdy shit where CBS, and Paramount are at loggerheads because of the ownership of the actual um, series. Because mm. CBS actually are producing the latest Star Trek series. Is that the Netflix one? Yes. Mm. But it's only Netflix here because we don't have access to CBS online in America. Mm. Which is why they only release it weekly. Yeah. And whereas Netflix, typically, you get the whole series to binge on. It's one thing that... I mean, there's many things that shit me about that particular series. Yeah. The, they, the they, fact they, that it's garbage is point number one. The... Point that you have to wait each week to watch an episode. Yeah. I'm over that. Well, the story is is that they they wanted to produce um, a new series. CBS did to try and get people interested onto their new CBS Online streaming mm. service, but that's only available in America or North America, mm. as far as I I'm aware. And so outside of 
the North American region, you can only get it on Netflix. So they gave Netflix a lot of money to show this new Star Trek series, which is an absolute fucking debacle. I don't, I don't give, a, I don't fucking care. There's, tw- I'm gonna go give them, I'm gonna give MIA twenty bucks now. Fuck it, right? Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> That show is bullshit, that new Star Trek show. Oh, it's garbage. Right. It's it's a J.J. Abrams wannabe bullshit mm-hmm. show. Now, it's based on what's called the um, – it's not the prime timeline. The prime timeline is the one that we all know, the one with Kirk and Spock, Spock and, all the rest. and then Picard. But and it's – And then even, and then even um, the Kelvin timeline. That's the mm, one. Okay. That's the alternate timeline. So the prime timeline is the one that we know well. That's mm-hmm. the one with Kirk and Spock, Picard and Riker and, mm-hmm. D- and Data, and then DS9, which is, you know... Um, DS9 was boring. No, I didn't mind. It got very interesting towards the end. Yeah, There's I a lot up. more politics in it. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. yeah. But uh, Commander Sisko, right, mm. he actually becomes very interesting as the timeline goes on with the Dominion War and all that sort of stuff. It's actually pretty cool. But, yeah, the first season's rubbish. Um Right, well, no, that's not fair either because the first season sets up the rest of the show very, very well. It just takes some time to get mm. into. It's just and there are some weakish episodes, mm. but generally it's a lot better than the first season of Next Generation because the mm. first season of Next Generation is pretty poor. Mm. So what's happening now in, in the world of Star Trek, and this is very, very brief. I haven't done a lot of research on it, but... There's two timelines that we are aware of. There's the prime timeline, which is the one we all know, and there's this timeline called Kelvin. And that's the one that the J.J. Abrams movies were based on. Okay, so you know the rebooted movies? Mm -hmm. That's based on the Kelvin timeline, which is the one where they supposedly uh, annihilated the planet Vulcan, so the Vulcans don't have a planet anymore. Um, That's why things look a little bit different. Mm. And the reason that exists very high level is because CBS don't have the rights to the fuller to the prime timeline. timeline. And it's because Paramount, who own the prime timeline, won't give it up. They, they won't give it up because you know why? They are the ones that have the rights to sell the toys, mm. the action oh, figures, right? So they haven't come to an agreement between Paramount and CBS as to who's going to do what, okay? So Paramount, by the way, are basically bankrupt. I didn't know any of this. I've yeah. done some very, very brief reading on it, and mm. I'm sure I'm getting things wrong, but I don't I don't care. This is what I know, and I'm not Googling it, as you can see, mm-hmm. right? So what I know is, is that uh, Paramount don't have the money at the moment to produce a brand-new Star Trek movie or even a brand-new Star Trek TV series that would continue the, the, the next generation timeline mm. or the prime timeline, I should say, right? Mm. But CBS do. And CBS wanted a really big, or in their opinion, big franchise to promote CBS online, which we compete with Netflix in America anyway, or North America. And so they got the rights to the, to the um, uh, Kelvin timeline. Mm. And this is the timeline that you're seeing the new Star mm. Trek series being based on which makes no sense at all it doesn't make any right? sense yeah. and the movies by the way cbs were the, behind those movies and they wanted those movies to also um reinvigorate this franchise and for cbs to make quite a bit of money on and so again paramount wouldn't give them the full rights to star trek for the prime timeline so you couldn't you couldn't have a movie 
with the original cast, for example, if it's, even though they're old, they mm. can't do mm. do it anyway. And particularly the first series, most of them have passed away. But what I'm saying is they couldn't do a continuation of the next generation timeline. They had to re- reboot it. And they, the only way CBS could reboot it is by creating this thing called the Kelvin timeline. It's an altern- alternate universe timeline, right? It's very, very confusing, and I know I'm fucking it up, mm. and I know there's probably one person out of the two people that listen who's a diehard Star Trek fan that's going, you got it wrong, <laughs> Retro Dan. You got it wrong. Well, here's another dollar for the swear jar. Fuck Go you. fuck off. <laughs> I don't fucking care. There's two bucks. Fuck off. That's three, right? So <laughs> the point is is that it's at loggerheads now, Pottery Pete, yeah. right? So what I want and what I think a lot of people want is they want a continuation of Picard's story. After the Enterprise mm. D, or maybe the E, actually, because the E was in the movies, because the D got destroyed in the first movie. Was that, yeah, first movie. We're not, we're not likely to get it because the studio that owns that timeline can't produce the movie because they don't have the money. And CBS, who do have, who does have the money, doesn't have the They actually don't want to put it um, in the in in the on the movies much either. They mm. they want to put it in the home via their streaming service, mm. which is CBS Online. And outside of that, they gave Netflix a heap of money so people outside of the Americas could watch it. But here's the bigger fuck-up. There was going to be a Star Trek four. So you know how there's been three movies that have been under the Kelvin st- uh, timeline that have been rebooted? Yeah. The fourth one has been cancelled. And the reason for that is is because the actors, which was Chris Pine... Mm. No, 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 it's not those guys. You've Googled the wrong fucking shit. Just do, just do Zachary, Quinto, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, because I clearly fucking Googled it wrong. <laughs> it's literally the first no, it wasn't. result. Google Images just doesn't work right, that's all. Yeah, Google Images is what I was looking at. But that's, that's literally the first result. All right, Zach, all right. Don't get, don't get pissy. <laughs> don't get pissy. Don't, don't get... I, I, I think I've got right to fucking don't, get pissy. Don't, don't get pissy. pissy. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh, we're pissy. getting pissy today, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Zachary Quinto... That's worth getting pissy about. Yeah. Has also walked, and the other thing was oh. they were going to get um, the guy that plays Thor, which is Chris Hemsworth. Mm. What? Now remember, in the first movie of reboot, the rebooted movies, mm. the J.J. Abrams movies, mm. Chris Hemsworth was in that movie. He played he played Kirk's father, but he gets killed in the explosion of the of the of the starship that he's commanding. Do you remember? Nope. nope. Yes, he does. Right at the start of that movie. But what happened was, because CBS couldn't get uh, a lot of money and they had to cut their budget to make this movie, they went to the actors and said, we we can't give you the salary you want. And in fact, we're going to give you less than what you got for your last movies. Yeah, they're all going to go, yeah, nah. So <laughs> that's exact. That's exactly what they did. So Because they don't do it for the love. So, uh, so, that's, no, that's, it's, that's a so, so it's a job. Mate. So that's what happened. Yeah. Chris Pine... Uh, Zachary Quinto, and guess what? Chris Hemsworth, they all went, no, we're not interested, okay? And so the movie... Got canned. The movie's got canned. It took a while. They're going to try and do some other other shit with it, but it got canned. But going back to the Star Trek TV series, the new one, the bullshit one that's on Netflix, Mm. there's some kind of... And I've not Googled it, okay? I'm telling you now, I haven't Googled it, but this is what I I have seen... Mm is that they've somehow convinced Patrick Stewart 
at the age of 88 or 89 or whatever it is. It's, he's quite elderly. He doesn't look it. He's a beast, but he's not a young guy. He's not a young guy anymore. Yeah. He said he would do it, right? So they've somehow convinced Patrick Stewart to do it and as Captain Picard, but it's going to be in an alternative universe. It's going to be in the Kelvin timeline, the alternative universe timeline, and they've somehow convinced Patrick Stewart to, be, to do it as Captain Picard. So it's not going to be the Captain Picard that you want is what I'm saying. It's parallel right? universe kind of It's thing. going to be a parallel that, that, that's, universe That's the way one. it's running now because you've got – they're talking about Spock. And yeah, Spock's coming back in. Which, how are they going to do that? Yeah, not, yeah, so I – mean, who's going to play Spock? Well, again, again, Spock? again mm. that's the thing. They don't – no one's really answered those questions. Yeah, because the main character is Spock's – spoiler alert – Spock's sister. Yeah. Um. So it, it's yeah, but yeah. it means they've got someone lined up, so we're probably already in the can. They've they've already filmed. They've already this. figured it all out. Yeah. You can't just have this mystery Spock. <laughs> sure. So the whole yeah. never going to show up. So and he's like, in some mental cloaked. asylum or something like yeah. that. It makes yeah. no sense. So what really upsets me is that when I go back to two thousand and eight or two thousand and nine when the first movie got uh, released, the one with Chris Pine in it and Zachary Zach, mm. Zachary Quinto. Mm. I actually liked that movie, the one that J.J. Abrams directed. I wasn't... Lens, Kurt, lens flare and all. Yeah, I know. He, he loves lens flare. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually... It's new. Fabulous. I liked the idea of... They rebooted the series. I wanted a continuation of the Prime timeline. But I knew I, knew I wasn't going to get it. But I actually think they, they achieved what they wanted to achieve, which is reboot the franchise and make it popular and cool again. Mm. But then the subsequent movies weren't as good. And in fact, they got worse as time went on, right? Yeah. The second movie, and I think it's Into Darkness, was quite good. Um, but the third movie was terrible, written by Simon Pegg, or co-written by Simon Pegg. That was shit. I don't care what anyone says. And what upsets me is he claims he's a fan of Star Trek, but if you're a fan of Star Trek and you co-wrote that, you got something to fucking think about. In my opinion, that's just what I've. That's just my theory on it. So now the whole thing, which started off as being uh, reinvigorated back at like ten years ago, roughly, is now in the real shit now because mm. Star Trek Four has been cancelled as a movie, mm. and the series, which is a Kelvin-based timeline series, on Netflix or CBS Online in, in the Americas is absolutely fucking shit. And I don't care what anyone says. I don't care. I'll take the Pepsi challenge and I'll fucking debate anyone on it. Because well, you don't like shit. the Spore Drive? Because that's so awesome. Oh, that's fucking crap. <laughs> the sp- oh, we get an alien. Do you know that's uh, plagiarism? Really? Beautiful. They're in court over that. Really? Google that. Drive? Google that. That's that's that. No bullshit. They're in court. Who'd they steal that off? Uh, they stole it off a science fiction writer. Oh, um, I am absolutely telling you the truth. I am not making that up. They're in real shit over that. So you know how they get the alien? Yep. And they they basically capture the alien and they get the spores off the alien to make yeah. energy. Well, that that is actually considered to be plagiarism. So an, an author's come out and said, "You stole my story." Um, that's no bullshit. Yeah, I'll find that shit. Now you got to you got to Google that. Yeah, 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 that's a bullshit Google string that you put in. Yeah, right. Fucking hell. So you do Star Trek Spore Drive, whatever it is, rip plagiarism off. or rip off. <laughs> rip off. <laughs> you that, got to think like sci-fi people. There you go. It's a rip off. CBS being sued, stealing Star Trek Discovery plot from video game. Oh no. So that that's that's legit. 
A video game? From a video game of all things. Yeah, that makes it really obvious. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> know. I couldn't remember where it was stolen from, but I do know that it was a well-established story. And so they're, they're in real the shit. The game? Curious about that one now. Jeez. No, look, they'll have to get Seth MacFarlane on board because uh, he'll fix it right up. <laughs> what's that? What's that one that he's the written? The, yeah, the, yeah, it's That's actually, hilarious. It's very funny. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I love what he's done. But they're in a bit of shit now, CBS, because they they were going down that path of they're stealing aliens to generate power, and it's un- and that's what I hated about Star that Star Trek was the fact that they were being so non Star Trek in terms of what the original vision that Gene Roddenberry had. They were doing really unethical things. They were capturing this alien. They were jet. They, they were taking the aliens' spores without the aliens' permission, or mm. even you know, discussing or having any form of diplomacy. And actually, a lot of nerds are saying that what they really want, what they actually associate the prime timeline with, is it's called the diplomatic timeline. That's when Star Trek would be known as, if you meet an alien species, you'd try diplomacy before you do anything else. In this timeline... No one gives a fuck. They just go in and do whatever they want. Yeah, and they're actually space. Yeah, they're yeah. really aggressive. They're space pirates, all sorts of shit. Yeah, now they got this black. Yeah. Thing. This yeah. Like black ops kind yeah. of. It's not. It's, it's like oh, that really goes against the universe. Absolutely. <laughs> so everything that Star Trek was based on, whether you like it or not, this series does everything it possibly can to fuck it up. Yeah. And that's what I hate about it. Yeah. You know, and I, I really, I was almost really happy, and cheering the fact that that lawsuit came about because I wasn't aware that it was plagiarism. I didn't know yeah. that much. But to me, I'm glad that it is it is plagiarism because I'm, I'm thinking that proves that you've got no idea how to write this TV show. Cause that, well, for one, else. I couldn't. I thought it was a fucking stupid thing anyway. Mm. Mm. How ridiculous is it to get an alien and extract spores from it to generate power? Come on, even I'm not that fucking stupid. It takes, a, num- lot of, it takes a lot of cocaine to get Exactly. To and number two, number two, <laughs> you've been caught out that you're even more fucking unoriginal that you actually plagiarised it. Mm. So you didn't like, it's not like it was a good story to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like it's If clever. it was a fantastic story and you, you go, okay, it, you fine, go, fair enough. You got yeah. caught out. Pay like, the guy okay, some money. So what yeah. if, what if, what if they stole some great stories from Space 1999 and I'll fucking, I'll bang the drum on that shit mm. or Battlestar Galactica, that's another one, right? Oh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll steal it from a video game that no one's really, you know, thought of for a mm. long time and that story was total bullshit and unbelievable anyway and we'll try and insult people's intelligence and put it in the, the fucking TV show. Yeah, clearly the game was... Uh not great. Well, I don't know that because little known game 2014 was when it was released. I don't know what the game is. Tardigrade. I don't know what the game is, but I've got to. But you got to say even okay, even Star Trek. Tardigrade. So it's literally ripped off Mm. like a really. They've ripped it off 100, percent and they've been caught out. They've been they're done. Quite literally, they're done. You know how badly they've been done. All the writers that wrote the first season, they're gone. They got they got sacked over it. No bullshit. Uh, if you Google that further, you'll find that most of the people that were behind the first season mm. of that show got canned. They got, got got their ass. Yep, they got their ass kicked because Oops. they got caught out. Because CBS said, "Look, here, you, they're, they're they're executives, mate. They don't write this shit. They've given a bunch of money to these people to write the show and direct it and and produce it and yeah. all that stuff. And what do they do? They turn around and go, oh, this is a fantastic idea, or I don't have any ideas.' But no one, no one's that fucking smart that they'll figure it out." You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So at the end of the day, I, I can't believe that that happened. That's another kick in the bum for Star Trek fans. That really is. That That's really bad. On that note. On that note, thank you very much for your patronage. This has been Episode 9. We do love you. Even the person that said that you should burn your Robotech dolls, I do love you, even though I'm indifferent and I don't agree with your comment. And you can get fucked because I'm not burning my Robotech dolls. Thank you, Mum, for letting us use your basement. Thank you to the snake catcher. That was amazing. Who's come out and caught a snake and made me feel very indifferent about my sexuality because I'm like... <laughs> different about your sexuality. Well, she just <laughs> she made me question everything. I should be catching the snake. <laughs> Whoa, hang on. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be catching this. No, that, that's weird. Well, there's something right about chicks being good with snakes. Not Actually, that is right. If she's good with a snake. <laughs> this has been episode number nine of Invert the Y. Thank you very much for your patronage. We love you. We're going out. Roll it, monkeys!